Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered to buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast, eh? <laughs> Why does A? A? Why? Is it like Surprise Canadia Day or something? It's Surprise Canadia. I'm Steve. Oh. <laughs> I'm so mind-blown, but I love it. Um, well, I'm Ian, and I don't know what to do now. And I, I was paid by a Canadian to do that. Just kidding. But I was I'm really hoping that Jade paid you to do that. Yeah. Jade, Jade and Ricky were like, can you just interrupt Steve during the intro? <laughs> like no one ever interrupts him during the intro. Like it's always like right after he says it. And they're like, and you got to throw an A in there. <laughs> you got to throw an A in there. Well, you could be paid to do all kinds of shit on here. They didn't really pay me. They, oh, I love it. Ricky did say he's like, "Oh, at my uh, Patreon, if you do it." I was like, "Okay." So you call out. You bet. I better see more money in that account, boy. right? Yep. He's gonna up it by a dollar. Nobody interrupts me. Set <laughs> me. I'll turn your mic down. Ooh. <laughs> I'm getting turned down in post, guys. Words now. Ricky, you got 37 minutes to get that money in my account, or I'm turning the mic off. <laughs> and then who are you going to get to interrupt him? Ian? Yep. Ian's not even paying any attention. <laughs> not going to do it. Ian, get the end of the podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot to interrupt Steve. Uh, hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like yeah, it. I got in there I right as you were about to took say me it. off guard. I said, I'm here and I'm just like, <laughs> I looked at, I looked at my well, that's how it's going to go. What are you doing? He, he looked pretty upset. <laughs> Uh, now what we do is we just cut it we restart again do it the right way and then they're all just like and then just, throw, and then just throw that in the patron yeah <laughs> i mean you could i did uh you. when i when i goofed the did you listen to that episode when i goofed the the intro when i just like just oh and you put it at space, the end i put it at the end yes, yeah i saw that yep that, that was pretty good there, i don't know how many people like stuck around to to listen to it but I always let it finish so that Spotify will tell me that I've listened to it. Otherwise, yeah. it's like, no, Otherwise, you have five minutes left. Like, I'm like, eh. yep. drives me nuts. Yep. I only listen to make sure you didn't turn me down in post. <laughs> I've already heard the podcast. I was there. I was there for <laughs> I was going to listen to last week's uh, before this to make sure we didn't have anything to rec- recap, but I didn't. I think it was like two hours long or something like that. It was plenty. It was plenty. It was long. There's a lot, there was a lot going on. Uh, episode 97 is what we're on. And this week we're talking about going wheeling. It's incredible. How was your weekend, Mike? <laughs> that pretty much sums up my whole weekend. Does it? Let me help you. Jesus, why is yours so loud? Because <laughs> I put it in the center you of the like microphone. The microphone <laughs> in there. You got to get it in there because in post it may take it out. Ooh, when I turn when you down, when he turns you down, it's like what Mike. Did it's he like he I didn't open? even open a beer at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So. Uh, we went we went wheeling down to Moonlight. I know we talked about that leading up to this. I spent the entire week last week working on Loki. I changed the rear studs. I disassembled the front links. I uh, found out that my pinion angle was in the dirt. I was actually negative 1.8 degrees, which would explain why I pulled the front drive shaft out, which we did not do this weekend. That's a good point. You didn't do that at all. Yep. I reset the pinion angle. The pinion angle now I think is like three or four degrees, I think. And then my uh, caster is, I believe, six. How did you measure your caster? Just off the knuckle, off the C. There's a, on the edge of the C above the tube is actually pretty flat. Oh, yeah. It's pretty parallel. Okay. And so I just stuck the angle finder right on it. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. I was just I bought one of those little digital angle finders from Harbor Freight. Nice. Yeah. And so uh, when I checked it originally, it was 13 degrees of caster, which explains why it drives so well. That would drive real straight. <laughs> 
It drives it's like a wonderful. damn motorcycle. <laughs> 13 degrees. Well, like, I look at the pinion and I'm like, well, the pinion's flat. I mean, he's not tipped up or anything, but it didn't look aggressive. Um, but then when I measured it, it was negative 1.8 degrees. Has that axle been tubed at all or is everything right where it was originally? Right factory. Okay. Because it's got those cast wedges on it. Oh, that's right. Never yeah. mind. Unless you wedged it or something. Yup. Yeah. You could twist all that garbage if you wanted to. Yeah, you could. I just, but if you wanted to have like a crazy high pinion angle and also lots of casters or something. You if could I ever built an, an axle, I would. Point it right at the transfer case. I would try to do that math ahead mm-hmm. of time so I could have my caster correct. Oh, yeah. It'd be nice. You know, because you'd want that. You want, um, you want a few degrees just yeah. so it drives straight. Mm-hmm. So it returned to center is nice. Exactly. Yeah. It returned to center before. It still seems okay. I, don't, I haven't driven much, but um, I, uh, Put the studs in, did that. I pulled the front four link or the four link. I pulled the front radius arms to adjust the caster and also to, I welded my, the, um, what are those? The, what are those? The, the tabs, like you call them a tab that you, that you hook the strap to my tie down tabs. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, bought tabs, I guess you'd call those tabs. Attachment so, points. Like, like last year, I think it was. It was quite a while ago. I bought from ORA. I bought a set of four tie-down tabs that go on your axle. And then I bought, those are in quarter inch. And then I bought two of them in three-eighths because they're bigger and they're a little flatter. And I was like, I think this will work better on the front axle. So I'm glad that I bought the three-eighths ones because I couldn't find anywhere on the front of the front axle to put them because I don't have any tube exposed. And I don't want to hang them under the axle because then because of the everything. truss. Yeah, because yeah. the truss. Yeah, the truss. And then the cast wedges. Oh, yeah. So there's yeah, just there's nothing just on nothing. top. There's just nowhere to put them. I found one little spot on the driver's side, but the passenger side, there's the um, the mount for the track bar and the ram is there. So I can't really put it there. So I'm sitting there just kind of laying on the floor, looking at stuff, trying to figure it out. And I hold it up to the bottom of the four link or the bottom of the link. Um the axle brackets for links. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, because Matt made those so long off the back of the axle, I had a ton of extra room. Cause there's like, there's probably three, maybe three inches from the edge of the tube to the bolt for the, for the link bar. And so I looked at it, I held that three eighths one up there. And I was like, if I cut the angles off this three eighths one, mm-hmm. it'll fit perfect up against it. So, Yep. So I did that. I put that up in there. I welded the outside edges and then I weld, I took the link bar out so I could weld the inside edges. And so I wouldn't melt those dual durometer uh, bushings because that it, it was going to be hot. Yeah. Did that. Got both of those welded in the front. Um, spun it around. Welded the rear. Oh, changed my power steering pump. That's a fun issue we didn't talk about. That, oh boy. That, yeah. I'll try to make this short and sweet. So good luck. Dad, Daddy Daryl, Daryl Longbeds, Daryl Shortbeds. I don't know. Daryl Douchebag. It's, it's, there's a whole lot of nicknames for Daryl. Um, but Daryl sent me a free, he sent me, well, it was free to me. Freebie. Freebie. He sent me a power steering pump months ago. Uh, WJ, it's a newer pump for WJ. And he's like, hey, this fits right on. It's like bolt in. And you just punch out the hole a little bit on your XJ, uh, the fitting for the for the pressure side, and you're good to go. It'll make your life so much better. So one night this week, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday. It must have been Tuesday night or something like that. I pulled the Jeep in the garage, pulled the power string pump off of it, went to put the new one on there. And what we didn't realize is that Daryl has a 97 and newer XJ, and I have a 95. 
and it's a completely different accessory setup. Oh, yes. So my so the newer setup, the power steering pump has through bolts that go completely through the pump and they bolt into the intake or the bracket at the intake. And on my setup, they are the pump is tapped at all three locations, both front and back. So it uses two separate bolts to bolt it from the front and the back. Weird. I know. Kind of annoying. Yeah. So there's a bracket on the front that holds the, because the power steering pump on my Jeep is the adjuster. It is the tensioner. Oh. Yeah. So you have to use that, use the power steering pump. It has a front bracket that uses all three bolts that hold the power steering pump. And then on the bottom of that bracket, it has a, a stud. And that stud goes through a little bitty like adjuster dealio. Yeah, it's just a slide. it's just a whole lot of yeah, it's a slide. Yeah. It's a whole lot of moving parts and then a long bolt that tightens it all up. So instead of looking at it, I'm like, these pumps look identical outside of mine's threaded, this one's not. So I started looking at it, looking a little closer, looking a little closer. I'm like, I think I can just do through bolts. And so what I did is yeah, why not? Yeah. So I went to Farm Fleet the next day and got three four inch. I think I think they're four inch. Three four inch um, bolt grade eight bolts, and I put two of them. So I couldn't use the middle one through because it the pump sits too close to my bracket on the backside. So I just tapped the the pump itself on that bolt and put a three eighths bolt in it. Put five sixteenths bolts in the other two through bolts. Bolted it all together. Bingo bango. It fits perfect. Awesome. Fired it up, whines like a some bitch right off idle. Like as soon as you come crack it off idle at all, it just starts screaming because I punched that hole out so big. You punched it out bigger than you should have. I punched it out as big as Daryl said that he punched his out. His for whatever reason works just fine. Mine did not. And Ryan Tanner had told me already. He's like, "Hey, punch that out to five thirty seconds, no bigger than five thirty seconds, or it'll whine." I was like, "Well, I already punched it out, so we're gonna find out." It was bad. I was like, "I guess I gotta go to junkyard tomorrow and get another." valve another you know pressure you know, yeah what, what do you recall that thing i don't know what that is it's a fitting um I yeah like, I, know I, like, you, I know what you're talking yeah, about but. i was like i guess i gotta get another pressure fitting because this one's screaming and i was thinking I thought about it for a second i was like i think i might have a spare power string pump in the shed so i went out of the shed and sure as shit had a spare xj pump an older one from like a like a i think it came off of uh like a yj or something because they had the steel reservoir on it mm-hmm. and stuff um anyway i had another pump sitting back there same fitting Pulled the fitting off, punched to 530 seconds, threw it in there. No more whining. I think it does whine over like 3,500 RPM. How big did you punch that first one out to? I was it 1124th or something stupid. But why? I mean, Huge. like, where'd you get that number? It, it, it's the same. The WJ fitting. I punched the, the XJ fitting to the exact same diameter as the WJ fitting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just, I, Daryl said that he did it that way and it worked perfect. I don't know. There's somewhere there's a restriction in my setup that his doesn't have. I guess. I don't know what it is. So anyway, got that dialed in. I said, that's good enough for now. I buttoned up everything in the engine compartment, shut the hood, like that's done. And then I moved on to doing the whole link bar thing and all that stuff. And then once all the links were done and the front end was put back together, bolted up and did all my bolt checks. I spun the Jeep around and welded the two tie down tabs to the nine inch. And then gave the shot some spray paint on them, packed the Jeep full of tools, threw it out in the yard. <laughs> this is like 1030 at night on Thursday. Oh, damn. Yeah. And then I uh, backed the trailer into the shop, into the garage, and welded the D-rings onto the trailer. 
Hopefully that was at least a pretty simple project. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Just ground all, I just took and ground the, the steel down there and welded them on, try to got it hot as I could. Yeah. Put some heat into those. And then I welded that foot, the little, um, the piece of two, the piece of exhaust pipe that I had that for that foot for the jack foot. Oh yeah. I saw I it. welded that at the front of it, you know? And yeah, then the trailer was wrapped up. Everything was good. I strapped it on the trailer and took it into town, made sure everything was good. Um, it was super nice, so much nicer to be able to strap it like that. I don't have any straps rubbing on things. Mm-hmm. I don't have any weird like. It's just it was just so much nicer. It's super I, fast. I just keep using axle straps, and someone's like, "Why don't yeah. you weld tabs?" I'm like, "Because what if I get into a panic stop and almost lose my truck?" Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> I don't trust my welds that much. Tink and snow day goes off a cliff. Uh, like. <laughs> You should trust your welds so that bad. Well. I should trust my welds. You should trust your welds better. I don't trust my welds as bad as I what I saw him do this weekend. Oh god. It was whew. Yeah. It was whew. Yeah. Yeah. You should have been I, in the truck. I literally called Mike and was like, You all right? <laughs> I was like, except for the stain in my pants. <laughs> yeah. I told him I changed my boxers for him. Um so anyway, got the Jeep strapped up and then uh that was I didn't get to bed till like 1 30 in the morning. And then I attempted to wake up at 4.30. Didn't really get moving until like 4.45. Got a shower. Got the truck. Got um, my, I had my, my bag. I think it was the only thing left I had to put in the truck. Grabbed a couple things, threw in the truck, and then met Mike and Bill at the Road Stranger. Indeed. And we commenced to driving. We had a Stopped pretty every, uneventful trip down, except for Steve had to pee. Every 15 minutes. <laughs> and for some reason, this trucker won't pee in a bottle like a regular trucker. <laughs> pee in bottle. I'm telling Google, I'm like, because I don't like to text while I'm driving. I didn't have a bottle oh that, like God. at all. I, I don't. I didn't even want to say I had a bottle that size. I didn't have a bottle at all. I'm telling Certain, that would have had to have been like a Gatorade bottle. Yeah, or just that one, just a gallon, just a gallon jug. A just gallon full jug. Oh, yeah, if I had one, that would have been all right. But yeah, you've been fine for the whole trip. We have to stop. All. <laughs> I'll put that on my list of things next year. Get pecan. Pecan. <laughs> pecan pie. Cather and a drain hole after floor <laughs> Just a tube. That's real yeah. trucker style. Yeah. Someone behind tube. you is like, it's not raining. Why is my windshield getting wet? Mike's like, is it sprinkling up there, guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steve's yeah, like, sure yeah, it's is. sprinkling in my truck. <laughs> Tinkling. Tinkling. Did you say sprinkling? No. <laughs> Anyway, yep, pretty uneventful down there. It was uneventful right up until about a half a mile from, maybe a mile from the park when we encountered the world's steepest hill. Oh, yeah, going up. <laughs> Man, some of those grades in Missouri, you don't expect it. You're just like looking at that hill and you're like, it was cool. And then you're going like 35 miles an hour. You're like, why am I going so slow? And you give it like all the gas and it's I like, think, so 40 miles an hour? Like, <laughs> I think my truck was in second gear. It was either in second or I think it may have even downshifted to first. And I was running like 20 miles an hour at the top of that thing. It was, it was, yeah. it was rowdy. It was real steep. And then I had no idea it was coming when we got to the entrance to the park and we started going yeah. down the hill. It was pretty much eight locked up tires trying to not slide down the damn thing. Thank you, Lord, <laughs> that I put trailer brakes on that trailer. Oh, yeah. You'd have been all over the place. I'd have run into you. It's a steep. Fucking I don't hill. think I could have got it stopped. Really? Yeah. I was literally the ABS was on on the truck and I was still like moving. So. Like trailer brakes are what saved me going down that hill. So yeah, crazy, crazy steep grade to get there. And then as yeah. soon as you get to the entrance, crazy steep grade to go back down. I don't understand. Like, why is there a hill here? Why is there even a hill here? <laughs> could have just put the entrance to the park on the other side. We would have to, we could have just made that. a tunnel just to go straight into moonlight. 
Yeah, instead of making that last turn to go up that giant hill, right? just go straight. Yes. Perfect. Straight through the hill and into <laughs> the park. <laughs> Would have been fine. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then we got there, and Dustin and Vance were already set up a camp, and we unloaded our stuff and went wheeling. Yeah. End of story. That's pretty much it. Yep. Sort of. If only you could keep it that short. <laughs> but no. if only. Ian's like, you should really summarize. And I'm like, oh, I can summarize. There's just <laughs> someone else that hosts this podcast that can't summarize. Oh, dick. <laughs> I try to summarize. It's just not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I have to have so much details and things. I mean, let's be honest. Do, do people they, want the details? Do they need to know if you used a three-eighths bolt or a half-inch bolt? Do they need to know? I don't know. They might need to know. Yeah. If they were doing that project. Right. I'm just saying. Is that like, and that's the thing. It's a lot of detail. Sorry, Steve. I don't know how to cut that out. <laughs> I put power string pump in. There you go. But it was not that easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody gets a WJ pump to put in the 95. Like, this is not easy. I mean, I'll be honest. I like the story and I like the detail sort of. I mean, it's it's good that you tell it all. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we only got so much time and we did a whole lot of off-roading. We did a whole lot of off-roading. We did a whole lot of so why don't you not get, off-roading too. Why don't you go to get to telling people about our first night there? Oh, let's see. What? Well, okay. We let's see you do this. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Well, I'm not. We, I'm not going to remember all the details. That we you unpacked did, our shit. We unloaded the trucks. We might have ate Jordan, something. Drank a few beers. Jordan and Nathan were already there. I think so. Were they? Sounds yeah. right. And uh, so was Andy Myrtle. That's right. With his Myrtle ambulance. Pearl. With his ambulance box. His in ambulance in six miles a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're literally towing a brick, like <laughs> not not even exaggerating at all, a yeah, brick, a brick, <laughs> a very large brick of that. Um, yeah. So we went wheeling. Well, I, I mean, let's be honest. We got we, there about noon. Yeah, because shit just did not go as smooth or as quick as we had hoped. Yeah, we didn't get to the we didn't get there at five and leave at five like we wanted to. And so anyhow, yeah, we got there, and I think that did we make food right away? I think I had a sandwich. I don't know. I think uh, some people did. Vance, we already had some, we put some brats on the. That's uh, right. Or some, some hot dogs. We grilled. We ate. We, grilled we had a couple beers. We, we regrouped and decided that. Yeah. Let's go four wheeling. Let's go four wheeling. We did. Yeah. We did in the day. Led a little bit. And we did that first day. Dustin led for a little while, but he didn't really know where he was going. And I kept seeing things. I'd been there once before. No one else yeah. had it, at least <laughs> at this point. And so I'm like, oh, oh no. And guess who does? Guess who doesn't have comms? Everyone except me. Everyone. Every. I'm like, all right, guys, you guys want to use a GMRS or CB or just, you know, whatever. I got Anything. everything. And everyone just gives me the deer in the headlights. <laughs> oh, I'm just geez. like, uh, wait, am I to Cell understand phones? that every last one of you doesn't have anything in your rig? They're like, yep. And there's no service there, so we can't use phones. Well, occasionally you can, but it's not. That it's you, very not for miss. comms. You can't not for comms. Hell no. So anyway, all right. So Dustin just kind of randomly would've been, leads. We'd be better off to like have some kind of Bluetooth app. It's freaking can with a string <laughs> would have been better than what we had. Hey, turn here. <laughs> so Dustin's leading and he keeps passing things that I'm like, that's cool, but we're not going there. And eventually I'm just pulled next to him. Like, hey, how about I lead since I've actually been here and I have a map up right now. <laughs> and I have a map. So I took and showed him uh, some of the cool stuff we saw last time. We did Stairway to the Moon. It was pretty dry. The first day. The first day. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad to get up that. We had. Uh, uh, I think the most difficult person to get up that was the Myrtle. Well, yeah, well, was it he because got, he kept getting he just got rowdy. On it. Yeah, he just got, he just got rowdy. rowdy. He was bouncing up. around. Well, and he had no front locker. Boy, if that isn't already in a shopping cart. Yeah. 
seemingly we told him last time to get one of those front locker man it's key every time we go wheeling yeah. with kevin same thing he's got an xj you know similar setup and no front locker and he'll just be sitting there and we're like go just go up just go up we all went up go up <laughs> <laughs> he's like guys i've been trying for an hour and a half it's like uh, so uh yeah but we but he got him up there he did get up eventually sketch. but it was rowdy. Tried, tried to roll it yep uh then then finally um he did get it so that was impressive and then bill comes up in 35s comes up in his like three inch budget lifted X J. <laughs> I watched a couple videos of like people going up some shit, and then here just comes Bill, and I'm like, boom! That's <laughs> Bill someone, Wheeling for that's you, folks. Bill Wheeling. Did someone get a video of that particular? Yes. Okay, because I did. I didn't get it, and I was like, someone's like, "Hey, Bill, here's the." Lo-. Oh, he's already up. <laughs> he was last to go, and he like watched everybody how they went. And he's like, I think I see this, and he took the line that we finally got Andy to take. And he just did that, and then he just drove through it. The funny thing is, like, if you asked anyone how they got up that, they yeah. would have, like, told you how they approached it. Mm-hmm. If you asked Bill, he goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, how you like them patties? How you like them patties? <laughs> 17 pounds. 17 pounds of pressure in Milestar Patagonia's <laughs> and made it up this obstacle faster than anyone in our group. Because throttle. Because throttle. Well, I think really in his situation, I don't know if it was so much throttle as it was momentum. He he literally he drove through it. Mm-hmm. He treated it like a driveway. Once he, he doesn't let off. Once he took that line, you it's had all to take, momentum, man. It's you had to take momentum. the line up the passenger side a little bit and get high on the passenger side, and then come back in at an angle when you have smaller tires. Yep. And he did just that. He watched everybody else do that line. He hit that line and just it was just money and just. <laughs> And you're right. It doesn't let off. Like when it bounces, he don't care. Yeah. A lot of people like when it bounces, it kind of like makes them let off. Shy off. <laughs> if anything, as soon as it bounces, Bill just lays it down thicker. <laughs> <laughs> and he got the nickname Wild Bill this trip because yes, of that. About time Deservingly. Good it is a definitely a deserving name <laughs> because he beat on that thing all weekend. And I don't think he broke anything. He's, he did not break. Minus losing. Oh, my Literally God. losing his back window. Like he goes back yeah. there and he's like, huh, my back glass is just missing. Sealing all. Sealing all, just Sealing not all. there anymore. Just the whole thing's gone. And then here comes Nathan Wheeler toting up the hill, like with it over his head like a canoe. The entire window, <laughs> unbroken. Unbroken. Blown out of, like, like pushed out of the hatch by the spare tire. Landed onto rock, on like, on like onto a rock trail. Hmm. Didn't break. Interesting. And they put it back in. Oh, and they put it back in. They just literally, he's like, Bill's like, I found this random trim tool in my truck. And they just sat there and just pushed all the way around until it was reinstalled. And it didn't pop out the rest of the trip. And then and then you have fucking magical. And you have Kyle Carpenter touches, <laughs> touches a leaf with his back window. And blows it out. <laughs> Something to be said about those non-tenant windows. Right? Yep. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was the window issues happened on Saturday, but Bill, the stairway to the moon that we were talking about just a moment ago with Bill, just one shot and it was on Friday. Yeah. That's, that was pretty much one of the first things that we did. One of the first real obstacles that we did on Friday yeah, for like actual trail. Cause we were just kind of bumming around. It was neat to see the park. It wasn't crazy, easy. To see the park. Crazy elevation change. Oh yeah. For me. And maybe I'm just inexperienced. Have but you like, Oh, but you also haven't been to S'more or Flat Nasty, correct? I've, I've been to Flat Nasty. Oh, yeah, with me. And there's there's some crazy elevation change in Flat Nasty, but I wasn't a driver. That's right. Like, I feel like uh, at Flat and Nasty, there's the Airplane Hill. I kind of don't even remember that one. It's just straight up. Okay, yeah, then. And I feel yeah. like I feel like Moonlight is all Airplane Hills. 
There's a lot of elevation it's, for it's sure. Like, but it it seems straight up. I think Redbird is like that too. Really? Yeah. Some those are man made. Yeah. Oh, are they really? Yeah. All those all those ups and downs at Redbird are all cut out from strip mining. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um. <coughs> um. I was gonna say about that crazy elevation change. One of the really sweet things about my VX shifter is when I put it down in first gear and it's in first gear lock, I can use it like a engine brake, hmm. which it, which resulted in some interesting side effects. Yeah. Right after Mike muddied his freshly polished wheels. Yep. We're all standing around. <laughs> that having, didn't take long. And Not long it didn't all. take long. Yeah. Less than an hour. Um, we're all standing around having a chit chat and Mike goes, Steve, your Jeep's on fire. And I was like, what? He's like, it's smoking. And it was too. And it was smoking. And it was smoking blue smoke, quite a bit of blue smoke out of the exhaust. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, this thing's never burned oil before. And so he's like, I don't know, valve seals or whatever. I'm like, it has <laughs> never smoked ever. Speaking of Bill, I have a bone to pick with his career field. Oh, I bet you do. So I just got a text message. Oh. I had a package out for delivery <laughs> in USPS today. Uh-huh. So this is completely fucking subject change. But yeah. it just made me laugh because we were just talking about Bill. Um, I get out of my truck. Take the garbage can, put it out the road, go to the mailbox, no mail, look up. Mailman is delivering at the neighbor's house. Well, that's why there's no mail, because the mail guy is literally coming to my house next. Cool. So I stand there, pulls up. Hey, how's it going? Good. You? Yep. Perfect. Hands in my shit. And drives on. I had a pack out job for delivery today, so I thought it was a little odd. He didn't hand it to me. Didn't really mm. think anything of it, I guess. Now I get a text message that says delivery attempted no access to delivery location. You handed me my mail, a hole. That's all like, I got. I walked out to the street. It was not to make Bill. It was sure. not Bill. No, it, it wasn't Bill. It was somebody that needs to get fired. And Bill probably knows who exactly you, is. But you caught that guy off guard is what happened. Yeah, well, I'm you like, messed up his routine. I screwed him up because I stood there and was like, mm-hmm. well, I'll Thanks. save you putting it in the box there. And you can just hand it to me because I happened to be right here. Yeah. And he's like, cool. That one's done. Yeah, and he's like, next. bye. Didn't even look to see if there's oh, I a got package. a bill and a fucking Summit Racing catalog thing i'm like let me put that in the garbage can here real quick so to finish up the vx story anyway that's my side tangent (laughs) it's all good blows my mind to finish up the uh the vx thing uh apparently when you use the engine as an engine brake coming down (laughs) multiple hills it either pulls oil down through the valve seals or up through the rings because it smoked for about 30 minutes and then never did again eater killer it wasn't, yeah, no it wasn't quite that bad, but it was noticeable in the sunlight. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was shocking. Yeah, it was interesting. So then we went wheeling some more. <laughs> we wheeled more. Yeah, I think after we did Stairway to the Moon, what did we go over to Waterfall in that sort of area that had oh, it was yeah. the big clearing that yeah, had kind of everything. And we hung out there for a while. We did hang out Until there. Did, and that was getting probably like six o'clock. Yeah, there's a few yeah. a few little uh, trails that go off of that. There's a big clearing. It's real pretty at moonlight. Um, That's right after you go up the waterfall. Like What's that? Yeah, what's that? Uh, yeah, right after you go with, after through the waterfall, you go up over a hill, and then there's mm-hmm. a nice clearing right there. What is it, toe strap? We think it's toe strap. That the problem is we're using a map. We're using a map app called Maprika with a map of moonlight. That yeah. last time I was there was very accurate, but this time around had us like a quarter inch off all day. Weird on like on the phone screen, yeah. so quite a bit. And uh, so when we thought we were at a trail, we were like, "Are we at that right. trail?" And then we had to like kind of compare it to like, things. And oh, sorry, I feel kidding. like TJ said that that was t- toe strap. Okay, so yeah, yeah, we went up toe strap. Well, Steve so, went up. To, he thinks that whole wall area was toe strap. 
So like the big straight up wall with oh, toe strap. The one that everybody was just spinning tires on that nobody actually went up. I think Bill was going to put tires on it. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. The big straight I up wall. I thought someone else went on there. We tried to walk up it. Tried. Yeah. That's, that's we, we funny. You know it's steep when you say we tried to walk we, up it. We were able to walk up it, but not real well. Um, And then uh, the next to that was that like the bike bypass right somebody called it split decision but then somebody said it wasn't split decision it seems like it makes sense to be split decision but i don't know nonetheless i tried to go up the not correct line the hard line yeah there's a hard line and there's a easier line yeah although the left line's not easy it's 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 hard because it's steep and there's a couple small obstacles this is more like burning hot plastic okay i'm assuming it's Catherine's creation probably the heater oh really so i have the like new heater smell yeah or like not like one of the first couple times you turn the heat on. Yeah, that actually days. makes yeah. a lot of sense. We turned the heat on like Sunday mm. and mm-hmm. it was like it was that. And she's like, are you burning something? I like, nah, I just figured it was. <laughs> that's just the dust that's in the vents, hun. Sorry, yeah. we're, we're interrupting or we're tangenting again. Oh, yeah, we are. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, this we'll just call it split decision because we're not sure. Um, no, I was like, is that a moonlight map? That'd be amazing. Oh, that would be but, amazing, but it's not. It's, it's a, not. Rocks and Valleys. You want to try to use it? Yeah, let's try it anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. It's, this so. is the map recap. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, most of us went up the, the left side of, I guess, the bypass and didn't have too many issues. Steve attempted to go up the hard side, which I'm pretty sure Andy Donaldson told me the last time we were there that he rolled his rig on that obstacle. And oh, really? he was with Gentry and they went up it, but they needed to winch because, as you know, it is quite sketchy. It's just yes. uh, you're making a climb and then it becomes very steep. And then there's what well, is it like a double ledge or is it just is it undercut? I can't remember the where I was trying to go. Yeah, the hard line was like it's just a about a four foot wall. You're already on a pretty steep grade and then there's a four foot wall. And I think the only reason I couldn't get over it probably because my balls aren't big enough. But because tipping over backwards isn't great without a cage <laughs> or at all. Tipping really over backwards is hard so, to do with your real base. Like unless you're already on a steep grade and then there's a four foot wall. I got told that that night I got told to stop Mm -hmm. because apparently my front tires are trying to come off the ground Mm. on another obstacle. Trying and off are two different things. I couldn't see the wheels. It felt okay to me, but you and Brian were like, uh, yeah, we were standing there watching it get so light that you were like, you said the coil was unloaded. We don't know what it was, but yeah. literally, I mean, it was like just about floating. Yeah. If it wasn't floating, I felt it was at one time where floating. it felt like the front end kind of slid sideways, like kind of pops up and then kind of, you know, goes over a little bit. Full send it. It's hard to believe no cage. that that looked <laughs> worse than it felt because usually it feels worse than, worse it, looks. Than it looks. But, but we were I like, like my heart yeah. sank when I saw those wheels. I was like, oh, my God, Steve's <laughs> going over backwards. Um, But anyway, the obstacle that we were on in the daytime right there off the waterfalls. um. It's just a, it's a little bit of a stair step. There was just a there was an undercut on my passenger side rear. Yep, that's what you're saying. It's like a, oh, like a yeah, twenty just, inch undercut that I just couldn't get up onto that. I had well, to, yeah, because you're also up. Against I would have had to bump wall. it. Yeah, I would have had to. Bump you couldn't it. crest it. Yep, and I was like, oh, I'm running on three hours of sleep and like an adrenaline high, and like the entire body is just sitting here quivering right now. So, so we just maybe, tied him to a tree. Maybe not. Maybe not <laughs> try to bump this instead. Yeah. Right. Yep. So anyway, yeah, I wasn't really looking to flip over the first three hours we were there. So we tied him to a tree, one step it, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Like I said, most of us made it up. The Durango oh. did not survive that hill. Durango did fine. 
It's a brand new half shaft didn't do so well. The brand new half shaft didn't do so well. So, <laughs> yeah. So Nathan broke his Durango trying to go. I forgot up about the, that. Yeah, that yeah. was when he what broke. What do you mean by broke the Durango? Well, broke the half shaft, broke the front. Wow, oh, drivers so he just broke like a CV shaft. Yeah, CV broke shaft. CV yeah. shaft. Yeah, That's no big no deal. Except for then he can't go up. So we say, "Hey, we'll uh, come get you because we're even though I've been there, I'm not that familiar with the park." So I'm like. Well, we'll just come back to where you are so that you can find your way to camp because he doesn't know where to go. So we take all the trucks pretty much back there. Well, we take, I think, half the trucks. We do waterfall again because why not? We're over there. And uh, he's not there. We're just like, oh, that's fun. So search party. So we all turn the trucks off. Jordan is riding with me and she's like, I know what his truck sounds like. So we all turn our trucks off and just we're sitting there in the silence. And then she hears an engine and she's like, that's nathan and i'm like what what do you mean she's like i know dodge 360 when it starts and i'm like what are you talking about girl <laughs> she's like okay well he's over there so we just go back the other way and sure if he's just already at camp he just found his way on his own yeah because we were literally like uh, two minutes from camp. we were so close and we just didn't know dumb yeah dumb close it's kind of weird like you think yeah. you're far we had taken a really long way to get there yeah we didn't realize that we could have gotten to where we were very easily very fast yeah i'm looking at the map 38 is waterfall a little bitty short red line because it's it's not so much an obstacle oh yeah it's, waterfall it's a is... trail quote i'm putting i'm doing air quotes yeah it's a trail to waterfall and there's an a waterfall is an obstacle yeah apparently tj was saying that like right now it's really filled in and like normally it's like two foot deeper than that so then waterfall is very hard i mean i guess that's possible the two know. times that i've been it was about like it was yeah two days ago perfect Worked out well for us. You yeah. just drive right up it, basically. There's no big deal. A little soft at the top, but other than that, it's no big deal. 39 comes right off a waterfall, and that's toe strap. So red. it's got to be one of those many walls so, that we did or didn't go up. I, I guess. I don't know, because see, look, C39 is the red there. Yeah. Next to that is a green trail, which I have no idea where that was at exactly. And Same. then And then the yellow one there, that 10, that's split decision. Oh, weird. Yeah. I don't know where that green trail was at unless we went unless up that, the green trail. Okay. But do you remember, the, you remember <laughs> that Creek that had like a log laid across yeah. it that didn't look like a trail. Maybe that, that was, no, I'm saying maybe that was the green trail, but the, oh, your phone yeah, did the thing did the thing. I don't know. I'm not uh, sure either. I wish we could help you guys understand more, but we can't. So anyway, um, yeah, we did that. And then, so he went back to camp and then they ran into town. Yep. We all oh, no, went back Jordan, to camp. Jordan ran into town. She, yeah, she ran to town to get him a CV axle. She was going to buy two, but they only had one in stock. Mm. No big deal. Did we probably ate? I'm assuming at that point. Like, yeah, we did dinner. We did dinner because, you know, it's yep. that time. Bill made burgers. You couldn't even get Bill not to cook all weekend. Yeah. I was just like, hey, Bill, like, I brought food. He's like, no, I already did. I'm like, hey, Bill, I'm going <laughs> to heat some. He's like, no, I already made your burger. Yep. That's pretty much the case. I just wake up one day and he's just like, the bacon and eggs sitting over there. I'm like, Bill, I've been up for two minutes. And he's like, Yep, I already made he's breakfast. Like, yeah, so breakfast, damn breakfast. Let's breakfast has been done for 30 minutes. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike was the last one to get out of bed all weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, Truck bed. Oh. Mm, mm. <laughs> I was camping nice. Everybody else is getting out of, their, out of their tents and out of their trucks, holding their backs. Oh, Sleeping on my yeah. truck bed, air mattress, out of the rain, out of the weather. Oh, yeah. Getting a good seven, eight hours of sleep rain every night. In a tent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, rain and tent. That sounds terrible. Oh. Slide Mine wasn't too bad. I was in the I slept in the front seat of the crew cab. First night, not the greatest. Just mm. slept on the across the seats with the jean blanket. No big deal. Uh fired the truck up twice, I think it was. 
Made everybody, woke everybody up. Yep. With the old Thunder 350. Sure did. And then. I brought uh, your plugs though, so it was all right. <laughs> and then uh, the second night though, the second night I figured it out. Well, second night was warmer. It was like 10 degrees It was warmer, warmer but it wasn't that that it's I figured like 55. out. 55. Okay, sorry. What I figured out is because there's a hump in the center where the, where the armrest goes, like that part of the seat, it doesn't have the low spots like where you sit normally. And so that was a problem. You're like, you're laying there and you're kind of like. It's like bending your, your, your hips are up in the center, yeah. you know, a little bit. I brought a yoga mat from the wife for whatever reason, either for camp for camping or for whatever. Anyway, I brought that. I had two pillows. I took one pillow that was a softer pillow and laid it on the passenger seat like long ways and then put the yoga mat over that and then put the sleep bag over that. And I like kind of finessed it a little bit laid down. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can't feel it at all. It's just a perfect. It steady, it's a steady grade. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it'd be nice. Yep, steady grade. And if I put my pillow against the passenger door and I like put my head up like just a little bit on the pillow where the armrest is, I can actually sleep fully extended. Short people problems. Wow, that's pretty nice. Nice. I was just going to say, I don't know if I could sleep with my knees bent the entire night. Nope, didn't have to. <laughs> I could literally lay on my side and have my feet against the door handle on the driver's side. I could feel I could just resting nicely against it. Perfect. Perfect. I was like, yeah, this is okay. So you had a decent night's sleep, even though you're laying in the, the cab of a pickup truck. The second night. Yeah. The first night I got, a, I got like, I slept straight through five hours, like just solid, but I'd also only had three hours of sleep the night before. So it didn't even matter how uncomfortable it was. You Did were going to go out either way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Could have slept on the rocks. Wow. Day two. No, we wheeled <laughs> more that night. Oh, it's right. We did go to night wheeling. Night wheeling. We did night wheeling. Uh, Everybody, well, people kept being like, so we're going out, right? And I, I don't particularly really like night wheeling. I even put rock really? on my truck. I don't like to drive at night, night wheeling. Oh. I just, what? I can't see That's as well. why you enjoyed Sunday so much, or Saturday night so much. Because I drank a bunch. And rode around And with, rode with someone else. Yeah. I rode with someone else both nights. I you, rode with Vance pretty much all weekend, I think, for night wheeling. You rode both nights? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess I didn't realize you didn't drive on Friday night. Wow, where were you? You rode with Vance both <laughs> nights. The snow day was not on the trail. Huh? Yeah, didn't pay attention. Once it got dark, I don't know. I just don't really like night wheeling. I like to be night wheeling. You I don't like, like to, to do it. night wheeling. Hmm. I did not know that about you. Yeah, I've never been a fan. I've tried it a few times, and just every time I'm just always like, "Well, I can't really see what's over this hill, or I can't really see where yeah. that rock is," and like, and then I added it rock always- lights, and I still didn't really like it. I don't I mean, you know what? And your rig's a little bit bigger too. That's true. You know, some, and and the doors are on. Yep. Although I had my doors on Friday night, but we were just doing easy stuff. We were trying to do easy and I, stuff, and I was following a train of lights. So That's I could true. See, I could see everything. For it the probably, most part. Would, probably would have been okay. It's yeah. Just, just not a huge fan. Yep. I so. know that that obstacle that I did do on that wall. I don't even know what the name of that wall is. That was Friday night. That was Friday night. The one I, it was next to Nemesis, but we don't know. Well, I think the whole. It. Here, I, I can find I know, it. Yeah, um, it was next to Nemesis, or it is Nemesis. There's just a little tr- little bush in there, and um, it was to the right side of Nemesis. I did that obstacle and actually made it up successfully. Um, everybody thought I was going to roll my stuff, and it was steep. It was steep, and I come back the next day and looked at it. I was like, nope, wouldn't try that in the daytime. Was it a was it Slim Daddy? No, Slim Daddy was further to the right. Hmm. Slim Dandy? No, Slim Daddy. Slim Daddy. That's what it's called. Interesting. Somebody said Dandy, but they were yeah. just wrong. Jordan said, I think Jordan was saying Dandy. Yeah. Slim Daddy. Slim Daddy. I'm so there's Nemesis, and then there's Slim Daddy to the far right, and then there's something in between, or 
the thing in between is also part of Nemesis. Nemesis is the one that I got on that I was light that they were like, no, no, back off that. Yeah, I'm not sure that that particular has a name. line has a name because there's there's right there's Slim Daddy and then right next to it is Nemesis. But no, there's not a name for that trail. Interesting. What's 37? Let's see. That's the wedge and that's just to the right even of those. And then the one everyone kept taking, I think, is 36, which is Warrior Hill. The one that Dustin kept going up and down. And I think me and Vance did it on uh, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Right there. See Warrior how those, Hill? all those four are all next to each other? Yeah. Oh, really? That's all that same? I think that's all yeah. that same area. Oh, okay. I see it there. Yeah. 35, 8, and 37, and 36. Yeah. Huh. Pretty sure that's it. What is what is eight? That's Nemesis. Eight is Slim Daddy. Really? Yeah. What is thirty-seven? That just I literally have just said this. Sorry. Listen to the podcast. I should listen to the podcast. It's called The Wedge. The Wedge. I don't mm. think anyone did that. Those were all the, the real steep ones. I don't know. I, I kind of feel see like the wedge. Wait, that that was way over there. It might have been. It's possible that this scale is fucking with us and making that us could be. That yeah, because it's hard to tell. Yeah. So anyway. So regardless, we did a little bit of night wheeling. It was a pretty good time. And then, you know, like the huge went back to camp and drank more beer, had a fire. Yes, it got cold. It did. It got and was the it, sun went down. It got cold. It rained. Did it rain a lot Friday night or Saturday night? It one rained, one night. It rained Saturday night. Saturday night. Friday night. It was clear, clear, but cold. But chilly. Yeah, I got in the mid 40s. That was pretty chilly. Yep. And then we woke up Saturday and more people showed up. Uh, Myrtle Turtle had to leave at noon. It was raining. He was chumming at the bit to go wheeling. Yes. He oh, that's bad. right. I feel terrible that we didn't like leave at like 8 a.m. and go out wheeling. Well, I just couldn't wake up wrangle like everybody. Nine. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> wrangle everybody to get moving. And I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't you know, want to go wheeling. But at the same time, like it was cold still. And yep. Yeah. People were excited to go night wheeling. Like Andy really wanted to go Friday night because yeah. he knew he had to leave Saturday. And then, of course, the next day, Adam really wanted to go wheeling because some things happened on Saturday that kind of hampered things a little bit. Some rain. Hmm? Lots of rain. Rain. Is that what it was? You it, think rain yeah. is the reason that Absolutely. all the things happened? Uh, no. Okay. I was now like, you hold have on. to talk about the things. You can't <laughs> mention what the things happened. Some yeah, things we ran, happened. We ran that one trail. That was the first thing we did on saturday so it was raining on saturday morning we're trying to get everybody kind of moving trying to organize organize everybody to get going uh tj sheller um showed sheller is that right shelling shelling we're close shelling tj yeah tj showed up with his yj and on rock walls and we're kind of all hanging out and stuff like that and andy's like let's go wheeling let's go wheeling let's go wheeling Cause he, you know, he had to leave. Yeah. He only had a couple hours. He so had to finally, get out of there. Finally, like nine 30, probably we took off and, and TJ's like, well, I'll go show you that one trail. Cause it's kind of popular. Yeah. And everybody knows that one. It used to be called XJs only. And so we went over to that one trail and we ran up that. And that took actually quite a while. And then they were going to run some more, but Andy ran out of time. So after that one trail, once he got to the top, he split. And then Mike got to the top and was holding up the show. I took the hard line. There's several lines you it can just take. took you a lifetime to get up it. I'm like, what is the hold? Because Jade sent us a video on Snapchat and I'm like watching. I'm like, what's the hold up? 
Like, why, why is he over there? I was trying to figure <laughs> out because, like, it was you guys flat. are legitimately Snapchatting each other while you're wheeling. Yes. Oh my gosh. And brutal. It, I think it was it was either on Snapchat <laughs> or on the chat on the on the messenger chat. But anyway, nonetheless, I get a video on my phone of it, and so then I sent a video back from my angle, and um. I'm trying to figure out because Mike is like over here and like he's got a tire hanging in the air and like he should if he was literally six feet to the right, he'd just be sitting on not flat ground, but just a stair step and he would not be hanging a tire all up in the air. And I'm like, what in the world is he doing? And I was in an undercut and there was and, and there was the a winch undercut. like they, I saw that they were pulling the winch line in the video like, OK, now he's winching. All right, cool. And then like five minutes later, he's still fucking around on this obstacle. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like you pulled the cable already. And apparently your winch didn't work. Uh, there were a lot of things going on there. Yeah. So I took the hard line because I was like, why not? Well, I found out why not. There was a huge undercut on yeah. the left side and it was very steep. I know I keep using the word steep, but I don't know what else to say. It is. It was. Yeah. And so I am trying my damnedest to get up this thing and I'm trying to get my left front like uh, basically on the wall so I can just kind of avoid the whole thing but that has put me in a situation where I'm pretty much vertical and I'm hanging two feet of right front tire and it is definitely two wheeling so I've got Jordan with me and it's just real uncomfortable because one wrong move and we're going over so I just need to invest in cages Right. Yeah. Once you wheel nice. in a rig with a cage. Oh, yeah. You your just, fucks are out the window. You don't even care. You just oh, do whatever. You don't even. If think, I don't make it, I just rolled yeah. over and over and over yeah. and over. You just go. Oh, they if, just flip me back over. Hold on. If he'd have rolled in that situation, I would have been in a bad spot. Oh, yeah. I'd have rolled on to Steve. You would have rolled on to me. If I'd have had a cage, it wouldn't matter. We just we're cage buddies then. <laughs> tink, tink. We just look at each other in the eye upside down like, hey, cage buddy. Hey, cage buddy. Hey, shut your shit off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn your truck off. It's upside down. <laughs> So anyhow, in the midst of all this, I got a little rowdy with it and I sheared the ears off my left front axle shaft, blew a U-joint and ovaled the other axle shaft. And that is why I was pulling cable, because at that point I could not progress. You you were having a hard time getting up at when I had (laughs) when I had front wheel drive. Yeah. Yeah. So we hooked to a tree and just pulled me up the rest of the way. Steve proceeded to take the same hard line that I took and I give it a shot and he made it. Yeah. Just drove right up it. Point and shoot. It was not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you make me look like a bitch. <laughs> it was not quite that easy. Uh, TJ had me. I found out when I got up there, I got up onto the obstacle where Mike was at, but I went over there on the flat side and then I found out why he was over where he was at because as soon as you try to put any kind of throttle to it, it just drags you over there. And I was like, oh, so this is why Mike was here. Yeah. And then TJ was like, no, no, you have to be over here. This is the line. He's like, back up and come over here and put your tire on this route. There was like a route to the far left of where I was trying to go up. And it was like real. It was humped up, but it was just dirt. It was just smooth. Well, I say dirt. It was rock. Yeah, that shirt. Rock dirt. So it's super grippy, but it was all wet because it was still raining. And yeah, I just kind of went over to that line and... Uh, tried to get up it. I, I get. I got enough wheel speed and grip that it actually got all the loose or all the uh, wet stuff off, and so it's all dry. So I had plenty of traction. I just kind of gave it a bump, and it popped up that stair step, and then I was just able just to crawl out of that. Mm-hmm. Once once I got it to pop up that stair step, it was fine. And then Brennan comes right behind us with thirty sixes to do the same thing in his XJ, 
Doesn't take the exact line, um, but close. Made a new line. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Exit, yeah. Wild with different it. exit strategy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he, he he half he did half the line and then he exited extra extra stage left. Oh yeah, he just created it literally. We're like, oh, that's there not was even a, the exit. There was a trail there. Oh yeah, yeah. There I mean, was, was hard there was say. also a line there, but it was all leaf. It had leaves and everything over it, so yeah. nobody used it very often. But yeah, he just kind of up that kind of sideways and took a different line, but he got up it. So we took Mike back to his truck or back to the trailer, back to camp, so mm-hmm. that I could unload my very broken truck. I did not have the parts to fix it, so I was just like, hop in with Steve, we'll go wheeling. Hell yeah. When we got back to camp, there were a few other people there yes. uh, that either, you know, they, they knew either the podcast or Steve from TikTok. I think, was, that, was Jeff Leitz there that time? Or no, there's the, the kid and the kids and the... The the guy in the huge side-by-side yep. and Adam. Yep, and then Adam. And I'm not sure who else. Uh, Nikki. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> They're in the it. same rig. Anyhow. Anyway. It was there was another XJ with the kid with the side by side. Oh right, I don't. Yeah. Think and so I we're even... like we're like okay, we'll go. Oh and and uh, Kyle Carpenter had got his rig running because the night before Friday night he took out a CPS his crank position sensor on his XJ. Yeah, so he had got it running and he's also with us. So yep. we're like cool, let's cool, go come with us. We're gonna yep. go find the group and we'll keep wheeling. We so were heading we... back to transfer case. Okay, yeah, heading back to transfer case. Yep, and we took Lunar Trail to get back up there, which is just a green trail, but it's got like this these like really flexy washout that you're going to drive uphill to. And as we're heading up that hill, like Mike's hearing noises. I'm hearing noises. I'm like, I don't know. It just makes, it's making noises. I don't know. And popping and, and and a lot of, a lot of the, the creaking noises were all from the, um, from the, the Johnny joint. Yeah. And all of a sudden I get on like one of those off, like one of those flexy things. And I'm looking at my driver's side tire and I'm like, well, that doesn't look right. I was like, oh, fuck. And I stopped. I'm like, Steve's I'm, like, I broke a ball joint. I broke a ball joint. And, and I'm just like, oh, no, this is going to be terrible. Terrible placement. And I jump out and no, no, ball joints are fine. There are zero, zero studs left in the hub. I've been in that situation about 18 times. That's a lot. In our Ultra 4 race at Cranston. <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, excuse me. There was more than a lot of times. Then I would like kind of as we're like blind through these fucking rock sections, you look over and you're like, and it happens so fucking fast. But you go from that like, is the is the tire on? Is it still there? Has it fallen off yet? Because just how fast it's moving. You're <laughs> oh like, my god! There's no way that's still attached. And what? then like we drive off. And I'm like, all right. So I'd imagine it was kind of like a. Oh, 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 that's not we right. Weren't, we weren't going very fast. Well, we're just, the thing. We're, we're just like crawling. creeping. Huh. Yeah, we're just creeping because we're in four low, just creeping up this up this hill in the rain. So the wheel's just resting on the hub. Thank God for having a hub. Yeah. For if the hub on. hadn't been sticking out, uh, yeah, you'd have been in even worse shit. Would have crushed the, would have crushed the, uh, the well, that's what, okay, so somebody, I don't know who it was. Somebody posted some pictures and I commented on one of them <laughs> and it was your shit on a jack, like a floor jack. Uh-huh. And Mike was not amused. He was standing like you were laughing. You're laughing, and I'm just laughing. looking Mike's at this concerned like, look. Like he's just mad remember. that we're like whatever broke is broke. I don't like, remember oh. what Jade said, but she said something right before she took that picture, and I was cracking <laughs> up at it. It was uh, funny to you and not to me. Well, then, <laughs> then somebody was like, because I still didn't know like what happened. Uh-huh. So I'm looking at this picture, and I'm like, all right, well maybe it was a lockout or something that he like. And I'm like, well, why'd you take <laughs> why is, tire why is the entire hub? Somebody off? said something <laughs> about studs, and I was like, man, you would have thought that like. The uh. fender, because then I went back and looked at that picture, oh, and like yeah. the fender wasn't fucked. And I'm yeah. like, 
Oh, but I didn't even think about the hub. Yeah, the hub. That hub sticking out mm-hmm. saved her. So Ooh, found out I was missing all the lug nuts and we're kind of scratching our head. I'm like, now what? Because it's sitting there fully flexed out in the middle of the trail with a wheel just barely hanging on. I'm like, you can't jack it up here. You can't park here. Like, now what? So and I put on my gloves. So Mike put on his gloves and he walked the tire as we slowly crawled it to a flat spot. Just, I don't know, 15, 20 feet from there. Yeah, just a little flatter spot so we could actually work on it. Yep, got onto a flat spot off the trail. Uh, At that point, it's all about what's the game plan? Like, I'm like, yeah, okay, we can we one. get a hub? Like, a hub makes sense. Hey, Was guess the hub what? fucked up? Uh-uh. So you just literally needed studs. Mm, yep. That is, essentially, you essentially, you could have knocked four out of the other side and stuck them over there and had four and four and drove it down the road. Oh, that's weird. How would I have done that? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck all about your. You couldn't. Well, only got five. Total. It's a five. Oh, lug. yeah. Well, see, <laughs> so. that's, that's why that's why you go with eight lug. You got yep. spare parts already installed in the ring. See, that's well, why seemingly that's why you wheel with people that also. Yeah. Dana 44 with you, you. just ton swap. If there's mm. never been a better excuse to ton swap to have spare lugs. I refuse. Problems on. Just put eight lug outers on your half ton 44. Yes. It's not a bad idea. Spare Can parts. you? We never did find out if we had taken my spindle off and you like could cert- it on You could here. certainly use the ball joint, like the whole the whole knuckle. Oh, just the whole damn thing. I don't see why not. I, I think don't the know. the same. Oh, then you could. I assume. Somebody want to tell us that? The stats on that? We never did pull your spindle. I, and I we think didn't pull my spindle, and that might have been... I bet it's the same five pattern. That might have been the key. So I'm thinking, hey, snow days broke anyway, and it's the left front. I know it's the same because my knuckle on my passenger front is i think an f-250 knuckle oh cool so the knuckles are the same it's just the the spindle out is different yeah well not everything out that's the weird thing about it is like same (laughs) different same same different same different (laughs) and that's and that's the order of how you can tell if your half ton shit will fit three quarter ton shit the inner bearing is different but the outer bearing is the same (sighs) it's the silliest thing man but anyway there's a hot it was a mess so yeah go ahead i'll let you tell this so adam who's just gotten there Yep. I'm just like, okay, you guys, you have Kyle and you have tools. And if Adam can bring me back to camp, I'll pull snow day apart. I'll pull my hub off. Hopefully if the hubs are the same. We'll literally just stick my eight lug hole, everything on and my spare or what is one of my wheels. And then we'll drive yeah. you back to camp. Boom, yeah. done. And we did pull that and we tried it and the hubs were different. My bearings so my, are too yeah. large. His, mm. his spindle must is quite a bit different after looking at his spindle in his axle. Um, is quite a bit different than my spindle. And someone had even brought us a hub, the guy in the huge side-by-side. Yeah. But it had little tiny lug Seven studs. Seven sixteenth studs. And no one had lug nuts. It was a uh, six lug waggy 44 mm. hub. So yeah, we didn't have any lug nuts for it. If we'd had seven sixteenth lug nuts, we'd just hammered those out and throw them in. So at that point, I had the idea, why don't we literally just knock some of my studs out? Finally, he comes to this conclusion. I know, that would have been easier to do. You know <laughs> Just knock my studs out. Didn't think about it. Yeah. Press them in there. And that's exactly what we did. And And luckily I had the tool. Yeah. The tool just happened to have the tool in the Jeep that he borrowed from me last week. I borrowed it from him, but I threw threw it on the magnet tray when I got done putting the studs in. I threw it on the magnet tray. I was like, I'll take this to Mike this weekend and give it back to him. Well, you did. Yeah. I sure did take it and give it to Mike. So he he still has it right now. I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly still needs it. So yeah, definitely still needs it. We both need it now because now we're both missing studs. So let me do a little uh, tangent here real quick, and we'll talk about what the situation is here and what I think is the problem. 
we talked about lug nut torque on those wheels last week. And you're like, I just torque them once and they're good. And I think the real issue here with that, with the race line is that the inner hole that the lug stud goes through on the race line is 17 millimeters. The lug nut is for a half inch stud. I think too much of the cone is going into the actual 17 millimeter opening. So there's only a small area that the, that the lug nut surface itself is grasping to. I think your wheels are fucking the paper is fucking oblong or something. Nope. That wheel that we just fucked up this weekend mm-hmm. was a brand new wheel. The The taper surface in that wheel was perfect when I put it on. Like I looked mounted. at it. It looked perfect. Unmolested. Okay. Never over torqued. So I think that I have figured this out, but you seem to disagree with me. What is your what kind of torque range should you use to tighten this? Here we go. Well, I mean, is that wrong? I want to I mean, I want to use that as an as a as a valid point for this instance. I just hammered them down until they stopped turning with the three. Eighths okay, impact. but let me a three eighths impact. Every time I've used it, it's done over 120 foot pounds when I when they stopped. Okay. I was going with him until you said three eighths. Half, yeah. What we do for race okay. stuff, which yeah. I mean, if you're gonna go beat the fuck out of your shit off road mileage race stuff, race line, very common vision wheel yeah. race line. Um, yeah, we just hammer them bitches with a half inch impact and yep. like go. And I don't believe I've, I've be, seen too many loose wheels. I'd be willing to bet, willing to bet that they're either eight lug, usually. Well, no, or like the bigger cars and the IFS cars are usually just five. And I'll bet they're running at least a nine sixteenths or five eight stud. Yeah, I don't know. I'll bet you no. go ask him. I bet they are. So you're saying the stud's too small. I think for that wheel, the stud is too small. Sweet. And I think the, the lug nut itself being for a half inch is too small. So I would love to agree with you with this whole three eights impact thing, but I have literally torqued those wheels to 100 foot pounds. You've never torqued them. <laughs> I'm going to throw this fucking gear at you. <laughs> it's not wrong. I'm just saying you can't saying, say I have torqued these when you didn't use a torque wrench. You can't no, say that. Not this round. Okay. In the past. Okay, in the past. I've had them for a year. Sorry. Previous days. I've had them for a year, and I've had them on and off several times. I torque them to 100 foot-pounds religiously. Okay. They loosen up. The first time I did it, I torqued them to 100 foot-pounds, and I drove it around a little bit before we went wheeling over at the Badlands. And I was like, you know what? I should retorque those wheels. They've got at least 50 miles on them. And I went to torque them, and they were 50 foot-pounds. That's loose. I retorqued them, and they were fine. Just once. Just once. I have no idea. It's strange to say the least. And I don't think that we've really figured it out. And there may be compound problems. I think I figured it out. I don't think the back ones are loose. I'm going to, I'm going to torque them and find out. So the back. Okay. Here's what's fun. I'm going to, I'm going to check those back ones and see what the torque is on those. Because I did the same with those. I hammered those on with the three eights impact. The same. But these already have nine sixteen studs. Those already have nine sixteen studs. Speaking of that, do you have more of those lug nuts? What the seven what? eights lug nuts you gave me the the nine sixteenths lug nuts that you gave me I have thirty two can I buy some off of you you can have 10? them but good I'll just take those off your hands okay do you want all of them or yeah oh I'm sure okay spares is always good. this literally just have a box of old lug I mean I don't right. need them so yeah yeah for yours I just only gave you ten because you only needed ten that's all I need yeah I'll well, give you the other twenty two so so far <laughs> so far they seem to be okay uh I'll check those with the torque wrench and we'll see how tight those are. That'll really tell the tale because if they're still at least like 80 or 90 foot pounds, then that means that they didn't lose up anywhere near. Okay. So, I we'll mean, yeah, that. it wouldn't hurt to check. At least it'd give you some sort of control. Right. Um, 
So, but I'm pretty sure that that's the case, that that Lugna is just literally too small for that application. You know, I wonder if the taper seat is actually smaller. I mean, I guess it would have to be. Well, maybe it is. Like if you had a wheel that fit a half inch lug nut, you know, the, the hole, hole in the wheel the is literally just smaller. Yes. It's just a hair. Small, then the taper hair, is going to sit in a different place. Of course. Yeah. It's going to sit much closer to the threads on the nut. I, I truly think that the lug nut itself was sitting mostly down inside of the wheel. So you're not getting as good of a contact patch. So they don't hold torque. Because that that yeah. that relies on that friction of, of course, that seat, especially when you don't have a hub centric wheel. Yes, and, and, and which we none of us do, as far as I know. We're all running and crazy centric and crazy. I thought about this. So somebody was saying this weekend, like you should run a hub centric wheel. And Oof. I looked at it. I can't. Like I can't. You would need a hub a ring, like a, a ring. machined ring. That, the rear, I can't. There's nothing for it to hook to. With the rotor there, the flange of the axle and the rotor are just flush. Oh, yeah, on the rear, you probably could. It'd have, Unless, to, be, it'd have to be some kind of hub-centric ring that went indexed into the hub, like into the axle. Oh, yeah. Between it, the rotor and the you axle. You need to like weld something to the axle <laughs> that's perfectly machined. The, the brake rotor. You have the brake rotor a ring welded to the brake rotor. Cool, do that. Doesn't sound like a bad idea. I mean, it would, it would make the wheel center on the hub, and then the lug nuts will only hold it tight, whereas right now you're depending on the lug nut to both hold it on and keep it centered. Yes. And that's a lot to ask for five lugs and forties for five lugs and forties off road. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it is a lot to ask. I'm still not. I know that you're very dead set. I'm still not 100% convinced that that exact setup can't just be okay if everything is right. And I don't exactly know what I mean when I say right, because I think there's a lot of things going on here. But right. But this is also the first time I've encountered this. So I have yet to torque the passenger side wheel to see where it's at. Or to check it, but the wheel, the driver's side, when I went to take it off, was so friggin' tight for me tightening it on the road the other day. Oh yeah, that I thought I was gonna break the extension. Wow, I thought I was gonna break the three eighths extension trying to take it off. Oh, because it's so tight in there that you have to use a three eighths socket to. Yeah, and yeah. so I had well, and the tools I had at the house that night, I think, I don't know for whatever reason I had three eighths. All I had was three eighths that night or something. I anyway, um, because some tools were still at the shop. Yeah. Anyhow, um. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We're, I'm going to go through and check some torques and things like that. I'm definitely going to change everything to nine sixteenths because why not? It's not going to hurt. That's for sure. The two wheels that are no, the spare and the wheel I just destroyed are going to go back to Bray. The spare, I'm going to have him open up the holes that he already put in there so I can fit a bigger lug nut. And then the new one or then the one I just messed up is going to get redrilled to a 10 hole and have it open up as well. Oh, you're just going to index it. Yeah. yeah. That sucks because it's not going to look as good. Whatever. Is that, will that be your spare? Do you already have another spare? I have two wheels that look 10 lug. Uh, Because the other spare also had this happen to it. Yeah. On the previous owner's Jeep. That just sucks. Just because of how it'll look as well. Awfully strange. Yeah. I'll just run both of them on the same, like on the rear or something like that. So I have like 10 lug wheels. No, run them both on the same side. So you can only look at the two (laughs) that are fucked up at the same time. Be fine. Yeah. It'll work ish. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. I have to be. <laughs> Either talk to Ian or put a pause marker in there. He points to his dick like, <laughs> and then just says, "I got the pain." So we, I'll just tell some more of the story, and we'll get past this whole we fucked everything up and go back to wheeling again. Does that sound good to you, Mike? Is there anything else you need to add to that? I don't think so. Uh, so we pressed out. So Adam knocked three studs out of uh, Mike's hub. Threw those into my hub, reassembled most of it on the trail, 
and just drove back to camp. Oh, here's Angry Dog. Uh oh, Angry Dog's in the room. What are you doing, Nugget? Hello, Grumper. Come here, Nugget. Uh, so anyway, got it back to the trailer, just parked it, left it there, and then we all. So when we got to the park, there was literally all open passenger seats. Like every passenger seat was open when we got to the park. Except for one, except for Jordan and Nathan, they had the Durango. Yeah. So that was the only passenger seat being used when we got there on like, like Saturday morning or like whatever. By the end of the day, Saturday, there were no passenger seats available. Zero. That's how it works. <laughs> Broke Rick, need a ride. Broke Rick, need a ride. Well, we had, yep. uh, but it was my bachelor party going back to just a, the first or last example I can think of. We showed up and like, course it was a bachelor party so there was a lot of people that didn't have like a rig that were there riding right, yep. specifically um and i remember oh shit bro a couple people's broke yep like we ended up swamping swamping um oh my gosh td's fucking my rental rig for the Your rental rig yep you destroyed um, the zj well, we, i think there's like, three of you in that one yeah there was like three or four of us in that all yeah. like plans to ride in that all hey. again and uh dick so it was one of those like well now we need three passenger seats because we just fucked off this uh-huh. thing. and it was like a couple people were like yeah fuck that i'm just hung over i'm gonna stay in <laughs> the camp at fucking house yeah yes uh so uh, so it's wh- a good option to have open seats right yeah you know? for sure so while we were sitting there working on my rig um everybody else that was up on transfer case who we we're going back to meet up with come kind of trotting down the hill towards us and they're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm, oh, just just hanging out, doing nothing. Like nobody noticed that there was missing a wheel, uh, right? Oh, right out of the gate, nobody's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, like just oh, fucking off. I don't know. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> I'm like, just decided I'd change a hub here on the trail. You know, uh, I guess Joel's Jeep caught on fire. The the Blendor cable, the Blendor cable what? somehow caught on fire. It somehow. It was grounded because it's yeah. just like a piece of metal that's part of the truck and somehow got into contact with a hot wire yep. and got so cherry red. It set two different parts of the dash on fire. <laughs> oh my gosh. And not like smoking, like actual flames in two different parts of the dash. Good grief. So they, they dry kimmed that to death. Oh my God. Well, you know, somebody that it's binges better than nothing. Somebody that binges a podcast for 24 hours straight, you'd think you'd have a fire aid somewhere. Think you'd buy around. a fire aid or Funny thing is, I don't even think he had anything. I think that uh, Brendan yeah. ended up having a fire extinguisher <laughs> yeah. going over there, like, <laughs> okay, done. Okay. It was like out. the easiest fire to put out ever, but um, it's still a fire. <laughs> so that happened. And then apparently the Durango was stuck on something, and TJ tried to pull it up a. Up the obstacle with a with the um with a crawler off road. What do you call that thing? Kinetic. Thank rope. you. Good God, that couldn't. I was like bungee. Like he yeah, can't, the won't crawler come off out. road the bungee <laughs> strap. The bungee cord <laughs> wouldn't come out. They used a kinetic and was trying to get trying to get him up there. And in the process of doing that, it like bent one of the tie rods. Hmm. And then in the, so then they're like, okay, we'll pull us back. And on the way, like pulling him back, it broke the tie rod. So it's just got a wheel just flailing around. So then they ran to town and got another tie rod. So apparently like Durango parts is easy to get. Oh, I saw a thing. This reminds me of a tie rod. So the tie rod broke in two pieces. Uh-huh. So there was like two pieces of tie rod that were like, uh-huh. you could almost like essentially like, well, well it bent really bad and then I, broke. Yeah, something about, something okay. about it Zed. Well, I saw the <laughs> thing. I don't know, it was like one of those trail fix pictures you see like right. people post on Facebook and shit. The 
it was like a machine sleeve. Mm-hmm. And I obviously I think they had to like plan ahead for their tie rod Break. application. Yeah. But it was a almost just like a fucking piece of tube. And it may have just not been machine, but it may have just been like the right size. <laughs> just a chunk of DOM. Over. Yeah. But what they had done is they had uh drilled two holes, uh-huh. welded a nut on each like oh. above each hole taking like a fucking it's like a three quarter inch grade eight fucking bolt uh-huh. stuck both ends of this fucking tie rod and in there and just it. fucking ran that bolt in tight <laughs> just enough to like hold the tie rod Clamp back it. together and i'm like that's a lot of work i don't so, know if it was like a pre yeah like they had it in their they, toolbox and i'm like oh i've made this like waiting for this moment yeah, or if they just kind of came up with that, I knew this was going to happen. It was kind of pimp, and I'm so like, so instead of keeping a spare tie rod, you just keep this tool. this little sleeve thing with I wonder the if that, bolts. I wonder if that tool was for something else. Well, that's what I wondered. But that sleeve was yeah. just for some other random. Have tool. you guys ever done an alignment on an OBS? No, nope. I you know how the you, you know how the o, how the uh, toe adjuster works. No, it's, it's a threaded that. sleeve with a nut and a bolt on each end, and you just tighten them, and it clamps it down. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like what you're describing? Well, this was kind just of. like a solid tube. Like it was, was almost like tube. a piece yeah. of a DOM that was like bigger that would just slip over it. The nut, the nut, and then like the the bolt went in and crimped. Like the bolt went in and crimped. Oh, like, yeah. it smashed the, down on the tire yeah. rather than clamping it. Yeah, it yeah, literally yeah. like set it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I said, I like don't if know the if the bolt it was, had a, uh, if the bolt had a point on it, it would be really. Handy. Yeah, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know if it was some other thing they had, or if they just <laughs> threw something together, or whatever. They just break tie rods like, all the time. That was a good. It's idea. a good idea, especially yeah. if you just made it big enough that it would fit like anything. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. Because you just tighten as much as you steering want. Steering link on a full drive hydro, shaft. Just, yeah. <laughs> drive shaft. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Five <laughs> inches in diameter. <laughs> yes. Guys, I'm using this old like quarter inch tie rod together. Yeah. Make sure you get it right, just perfect in there. Uh, but anyway, I just had seen that's that cool. a day or two ago, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's kind of neat. So yeah, they, uh, the, they broke that, and they went and go get parts for it. And then um, after we got my stuff fixed, they all came down, and then we kind of just hung out for a little while. Oh, it was raining. Oh, yeah, that's when it was and raining so we just, real hard, so we, we just hung, hung out, out under... Yeah. What do you even call that Smoke area? Shelter? Smoke shelter. <laughs> Three easy ups and full set of Christmas lights. Because somehow they camp real hard, I guess. I we, guess so. we camp so hard. Generator generator literally for a coffee pot and Christmas lights. Priorities, man. Priorities. We gotta look good and be fucking caffeinated. I'll I was like, you. you can't have some cold brew. And he's like, No, I need hot coffee. I'm like, God. The, the nice thing is uh Having the Christmas lights there, somebody was like, Hey, where which which camp is yours? I'm like, just find three pop-ups with Christmas lights. Hard that's, to miss. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. So uh we just hung out for a little bit, waited for that waited for the rain to clear. Finally the rain cleared out and actually it warmed up after the rain cleared. It felt pretty nice. And then it got kind of decent. And then we went wheeling some more. And we went and ran uh there were some people there that weren't there the day before, so we went and ran Stairway to the Moon, Waterfall. What else did we do? We did a few other trails too. Oh, when we did what night wheeling? No, no, not night wheeling. Not no, not Saturday night. Oh, okay. This was in the day when TJ was there. When when we broke TJ's uh, YJ. Oh, we ran Pumpkin Smasher. That's where we got stupid. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, there's a waterfall on Pumpkin Smasher that's really rowdy, and it was like stupid undercut, like forty some inches, and he's got forty four inch pit bulls on that. And I was riding with him since my stuff was broken, and he's got five point harnesses, so we threw on the brand new five he's like these things are brand new and i was like they're soaking wet I was test like, them out i was like why does it look like i peed my pants <laughs> <laughs> well what hell and uh so I, we, he's like go ahead and uh 
He's like, we got to this obstacle. He's like, oh, let's go ahead and put our harnesses on now. And it's fully caged. And you're in a, you know, you're in a racing seat with, with five point harnesses. Like you feel pretty damn safe. And he's like, it's going to get a little crazy on your side. It's going to lean towards your side a bit. Cause we're going to try to climb this wall over here. And that's the line. We did that a few times. And then he was like trying to get up. And I was like, I think if you just back up here and bump it, you know, you might mm-hmm. make it. Oh, he bumped it. Airborne. Airborne. <laughs> bumped it, jumped it. I don't know what you want to call it. I want to see the video. People said they got video. But I haven't seen those videos. yet. I haven't seen it either. Uh, cue video posting, please. Yeah, no kidding. To, to the trailer literally riders? all four tires off the ground. Jumping. Apparently. Like, it was very gnarly. I bet. I'm sure that that thing was loud, but I'm guessing that you could hear me giggling over top of it. Probably. Oh, I was laughing. I was having a ball. It's a ball when you feel like if you flop, you're not going to die. You know, it's like, this is fun. Yeah. You know, the <laughs> adrenaline you get when you're like on like a crazy obstacle and your your body starts trembling, like you're holding your brakes and your foot starts trembling and all that stuff because you oh, like yeah. your adrenaline peak. I had that, but I was just sitting in the seat, just hanging out. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> it was. Dude, that thing was a monster. It truck. was a blast. So apparently doing that, we broke it. We sheared. We we literally broke one of the front. Why do you say we? Who is holding the steering wheel? Well, I mean, in at that time, TJ, when we when it broke, when we realized it was broke, also TJ, but somewhere in between there, <laughs> somewhere in between there, Steve was driving. But <laughs> who was holding the steering wheel when it broke? TJ. So see, I we saw, don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Facebook post that said Steve broke my Jeep, and I was like, I, you post a picture of him driving, but it looks functional. He who holds the steering wheel when it broke credits with the broke i literally took it up stairway to heaven or stairway to heaven i took it up stairway, stairway to, to the moon, moon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was doing that all weekend in my head <laughs> you can't help it <laughs> i i took it up stairway to moon which is a little more difficult than i anticipated with something that big but when you're so wide you can't pick your oh, line yeah you just you can't, there's only like you got a, a little wiggle room on each side but you can't really pick a line so to speak and i uh, had a little trouble getting up it but i got up it and then i just parked it up top and then I came down to watch everybody else go up. Then we went up there and TJ got in it and he backed up, turned the corner. I jumped in with him. And literally as we're turning to go up this hill, he's like, well, that was weird looking. And I was like, what? He's like, I think my axle just moved a lot. And I was like, well, it looks fine on this side. I don't see anything moving over here. And so we climb up this little short, short hill, 20 feet, get to the top of that. And, it, and the vehicle levels back out and it shifts the, the load, the weight load. And all of a sudden, the whole Jeep shifts about 12 inches the other direction. And I was like, wee! <laughs> you know, well, I didn't do that when I was driving. I <laughs> right? Uh, looked at him. I was like, yes, yes, it did, in fact, move. Yep. Um, and he's like, oh, well, well, I don't know. It still seems to be okay. It's not like anything's grinding or nothing. So we'll be all right. And we kind of turned the corner and get straightened up. I was like, do you want to look at it? Make sure it's not destroying anything before we, you know, bebop down this hill back to camp. And we're only, I don't know. A few hundred yards from camp. You're always close to camp in moonlight. Yeah, it seemed like it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we we got out and looked at it. And sure enough, it sheared one of the five eights. I think it was a five eights. No, it was bigger than that. Nine sixteen. No, no, I bet it was a three quarter bolt. Yeah. Yeah. It broke one of the three quarter bolts. It didn't shear it. It broke it in half. So the nut and one half were still inside the top uh, truss. And the other side, he was like, oh, here it is. And it was just like sitting it must have been sitting on top of the truss when he like got in there or something, or maybe it was still in the hole. I don't know. Hmm. Yep, but somehow it was still there. He would he had been saying earlier on the trail, he's like, What's that noise? Like he's like, That's not a normal noise. Like he had been hearing something. It sounds like you're trying to get out of it. I'm just saying. 
It sounds like you don't think you broke it. I said this to him earlier, like, <laughs> like after that happened, after we like, I was we were heading back down. I was like, remember that noise you said you're hearing? He's like, yeah. I was like, I think I found it. Right. Yep. You just worked it out the rest of the way. We figured it out, and then parked it perfectly fine. Yeah. And then apparently, yeah, I got it. I got it close to almost completely out going up. Yeah, but close is only good. And it like was still still not hand grenades, Yeah, so it was still I, good. Still perfect. It was when he backed it up that he broke it the rest of the way. Yeah. So, See, that's what luckily, I'm saying. I think that, you got blamed on Facebook. That front axle has got two, um, two limit or three limit straps. It's got two outer limit straps for flex, and it's got a single limit strap for drop out for droop. Yeah. And so that saved it. That center limit strap being so short because it's just like an eight inch limit strap. Mm-hmm. When it would shift off to the side, the limit strap would stop it. Yeah. Yep. Pretty convenient. Very in that situation. He's able to drive it back. So yeah. Yeah. We just we bailing wired or zip tied up the upper link so it was out of the way and then just drove it back to camp. And then what? We stood underneath the fire hut again. The smokehouse. That was probably dinner time. It was dinner time. Bill made us burgers. It was yeah, Bill made us burgers pretty shortly after that. It's true. Yep. Actually, I made you a burger and Bill oh, made you, you some made potatoes. But uh, just giving credit where credit's due. See, Steve is hanging out there, running his mouth like usual, and me and <laughs> I Bill, was selling shit. <laughs> and me and Bill made him dinner and brought it to my story. I'm sticking to it. I was selling merch, slinging them shirts. Prove me wrong. You were slinging. Mm-hmm. I sold stickers. I sold koozies. I sold shirts. I gave away uh, complete off-road stickers. Yes, you did. Yes, I witnessed it. It happened. My turn. <laughs> okay, keep talking. He go. Well, Mike's got like he could summarize the rest of the weekend in probably two sentences. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> so now it's Saturday night. We're back at camp. Steve's broke his Jeep. Steve is broken. Somebody else. I'm broken. Jeep. Nathan's broken. Jeez, who else is broken? Just about everybody has broken at least something, even if it's minor. It there were some breaks. It definitely was not a trip that I would say everyone was unscathed. It does happen every now and then, though. You go on a wheeling trip and just uh, at the end of the weekend, y'all look at each other like, good. Uh, everybody driving their shit on the trailer and driving it home and right. like, hell yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're just, just going to do this again next weekend because no one's broke. needs to spend any money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, at that point <laughs> on Friday night, it was Andy. As soon as we ate dinner and we're opening beers and starting to fire and he's like, wait, I want to go wheeling. I want to go wheeling. You know, he wants to do all his night wheeling and I can understand he had things to do. You really wanted to get that night wheeling in. Plus, you might have had a couple of beers. And uh, so we did. We did some night wheeling. And Saturday, it was Adam. He had shown up and helped us basically just get Steve's shit running for like, I don't know, two hours. Maybe it wasn't that long. It felt like two hours. And uh, we did a little more wheeling, but not a whole lot. And he was like, all right, time for some night wheeling. Because, you know, everybody's got to get their night wheeling in. Mm-hmm. So I hopped back in with Vance, uh, which is a shoot. I'm going to forget. I think maybe it's a TJ. No, wait, what's, what's a TJ? Do you know? Uh, years? Jeep. Okay. Thank you, Ian. That's very well, helpful. I, Can you give me a year I, range? No. You know stuff about Jeeps. Yeah, but not like that. Okay. He's in a... It's a newer one. It's newer than a YJ. I would say his Jeep was somewhere between 97 to 06. Somewhere in there. I can't remember exactly what TJs are, but I think that's it's close. It. That, that's it. That's exactly yeah, it. That's nailed exactly it. it. Look at that. It's like I just knew. <laughs> your statistician so, over here is telling you. Uh, so I, I feel like Vance's is like a mid two thousands. He said he's had the Jeep a really okay. long time, and the reason he didn't want to build it up much more or like do too much to it is it wouldn't be the same Jeep. 
Mm. He said he said he had like 12 years, 15 years, like something really wow. long. And he was like, you know, I'd, I'd built shittier rigs. I built cooler rigs. He's like, but I've had this so long that I have to leave it pretty much how it is just because of the nostalgia, which I can understand. Yeah, um, I get that. Every one of my other than the buggy, other than the dime That's piece, right. every rig I've ever had, there was a point that I wish I could go back to and like get that. There's a point I wish I could go back to with it before it like. I don't know, got cut in half and like four length and it like took a turn. Like, I wish I could have just been like, stop here and then just wheeled the fuck out of it. Yep. You know, this is kind of raise his hand riding with Bill, watching Bill wheel that thing this weekend and riding with Bill made me so tempted to like start reaching out to companies and be like, look, listen, I'm building the ultimate sleeper XJ and I need a couple pieces. Yeah. Because you wouldn't need, you don't need much. But what that, I think, to make Bill's Jeep like the ultimate sleeper, mm-hmm. it would literally be build it again, build like just like similar to what it is. You do uh, adjustable links up front. Instead of doing, he's got a three inch spacer up front. Just do like a metal cloak, three and a half inch spring up front. He's got, I think, a block or a shackle out back. Do a nice spring out back, and then put uh, bump stops in the rear so it doesn't rub so hard in the wheel well right and do uh cut the front inner fenders out so that it has more room to tuck up inside because he uses all of that absolutely fender. and um and then chromo shafts front and rear oh, i yeah. think i think that's literally it that's it yeah well the thing is like it's such May- a budget maybe belt. maybe a better tire maybe put a boss on it what is he like locker front welded rear i is lincoln in the rear spartan in the front lincoln in the I rear think spartan that's right I think that's what he told me. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is all weekend I'm asking everyone about their locker setups. <laughs> and at, at some point you're like, well, I have to remember 15 people's like what axles there. And then I'm finding myself asking Vance again. I'm like, you need what uh, axles did you have again? And I'm like, well, I you asked you yesterday. Of like, cop notepads. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> tell me what I you got there, guy. That's Dude, great. But Bill's thing, that's the thing is like when you, it's, you look, okay, so we're all convoying the three mm-hmm. of us, me, Steve and Bill. And you see our rigs. And you're like, oh yeah, look at them. Look at them tires. And the, uh-huh race lines the suspension and all this yep. and you see this like shit box just beat his, his just XJ. looks more stock it's not even like that it's beat up that bad i mean it's pretty good but it's not as big as the other two no it's shiny wheels big, yep so like, it just but it has um it, it has more of a stock appearance because the 35s fill out the wheel well so well yeah he i like, think he said it's a four inch lift it does not look like a four inch it's lift. a three inch puck up front okay. i don't know what is out back Whatever the case, it doesn't yeah. look like it'll do work. Mm-hmm. That thing does work. It does. I mean, like, like it's amazing to watch. We're riding around on 38s and 40s and going up these things, and then Bill's like, oh, okay, 35s, whatever. Oop. Yep. Just goes up. Yeah, just goes up. It. I, and, so it and driver, like, skinny pedal and, and tire placement plays a big role. It definitely does. But could you imagine that on a set of 35-inch bosses with bead locks and then shafts. Oh, you mean not running 20 PSI? And not running 20 PSI? Like, yeah, he and could then crawl stuff. to to uh, accommodate that kind of To tire. absorb the, yeah, the shock of the attraction. He's, he's running stock shafts. Yeah. He could. Granted, if, he breaks them. He does. It's he not like he didn't trip. this weekend, but I'm just saying that in general, he does break it. He didn't this trip. No, it was yeah. just good. It was just, it was good. just good. Made 17, a lot of noises. 17 PSI. It's silly. <laughs> just silly. On, on That's patties. why it didn't break. Yeah, Dim. on patties. Which... 
maybe I kept saying that. I'm like, the reason you don't break is because you don't have any traction. He's like, then how do I go up the same line you do? I'm like, damn you, Bill. Damn you, Wild Bill. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah. The whole the whole weekend, he's just, he'd do an obstacle and he'd look back at, back at Mike like, Patagonia's. <laughs> like, uh, Bill was having a good time this weekend. Yeah. I'm glad that he's he always had fun. fun one to wheel with. It he's was, just so laid back. Like, you can't yeah. even get a rise at him. You can try, and he's just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, that's all. It'll just give you a little, uh. Yep, so fun. It was fun riding with him the, that night. I was very concerned. I was concerned I'm, for my life. I don't know. No. Did you ride with Bill? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been in the back of Bill's Jeep before. Oof, <laughs> that was a good time. That's where Jordan was. Yeah. Bouncing uh, I, your head off the roof. Been, <laughs> been there. I rode in the front it. seat, and we were watching um, Adam try to do. So everybody went up this one hill. And it was rutted out pretty deep. It was rutted out with like 37s probably at least. And then a couple of Jeeps with 35s tried to go up it. And Adam was trying to go up it and couldn't get up it. Bill pulled off to the side. Adam pulled off the side. And then Kyle with his bald ass 36s, which probably measure 34 TSLs on his in his XJ. Dana 38 and a quarter as well. He just hits it with force. Just smashes it. And he's dragging pumpkin, and that's the holdup. Yep. And then there's a root at the top that just dead stops you. You kind of have to bump up over that. But at the same time, you're dragging pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And so then he backed up once and then hit it again. And he's just up there at the top, just singing and just working that wheel back and forth. Well, he's got TSL, so he's got sidewall. And so as he's working that wheel back and forth, he's starting to bite on that wall and it's pulling him. And he said, he said, finally, all of a sudden he could feel it start pushing that diff through that sand, that sandy rock. And then it went through and I watched him and as it started pulling and it just took off. And once that happened, I was like, well, Kyle just made it on 34s and Dana 30s. So he just, he just trenched your path. Like all you got to do now is just send it up there and just, you know, we were hanging out up there for a while when I was yeah. advancing. We we're just like, where's everybody? What's everybody doing? Trying like, to get up the hill. Hanging out. Yeah. Like what tires are too small. Yeah, doing? Yeah, exactly. Dragon, dragon diffs. Those ruts were deep. They were deep. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty deep. They didn't seem that deep when you looked at them. Like, oh, yeah, they're not terrible. Even Van struggled with it on 37s. Really? Yeah. He was, I mean, it wasn't was easy. I mean, we were spinning tires the whole way up, but we did make it really? first try. But yeah. I mean, it was steep, too. Yeah. It was so, steep and slick and deep. Uh, yeah, so Bill Bill hits it with force and just gets up to the top. And uh, and he's just got that thing on the wood. Just, just working that wheel, just sawing that wheel back and forth. And I'm like, we're not going anywhere. And I'm just watching the tack, and it's just sitting in the fives. Just, <laughs> just redlining. Just hanging out in the fives. It's not hitting off the limit or nothing, but it's just hanging in the fives. And I was like, all right, all right, all right, shut it down, shut it down. And so he backs up. And actually, surprisingly, he was able to back up. He'd, he They had trenched it out enough at this point, the center of it, that he could actually back up and pull forward again with force. What was that about? Totally fucked that up. <laughs> I was like, your phone on silent, yeah, Mr. Well, I clicked play on this video, and I was like, I don't think... Yeah, with the volume muted, it will play. Yeah, and then wrong. I'm like, I'm the one way to find out. So, uh, he backed up about eight eight feet or so, and then hammered it again. And in a couple of those tries, uh, he finally got through it. But I'm just like listening to this motor just screaming, and I'm just thinking about those. I'm like, you're gonna saw that thing just a little too far one direction. It's gonna bite, and it's just gonna snap an axle shaft. But it didn't. Then Patty's just let her just let her sing, just enough traction, just the right amount. Because any more, you'd snap axle shafts, and any less, you wouldn't go up. Right. I guess they're perfect for a Jeep. They just don't work they're, on a full size. They're perfect for a Jeep that sings. That's true. Because I was going to say, the to other RPM. person that we know that runs them <laughs> has a supercharger. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they do some singing. And that's just, I think that's a big part of it is you have to clean them out. 
Yeah. I think if you clean them out, they're an okay tire. They're not a great crawler tire. Like they're if not. you just want to like walk up stuff, they're mm-hmm. not for you. And neither Bill nor Kyle, other walk Kyle, up things. Yeah, slowly. they don't walk up. They no. get the momentums. Neither of which are running beadlocks. True. And they both probably run 15 PSI on the trail or in Bill's case, 17 and a half. Like he said, I'm trying to remember what wheel to Kyle even runs. I think they're stock. They're stock hard rock wheels. Yeah, I don't. They're I not. They are, yeah, they're not beadlocks for sure. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's just one of those. Um, I think if you're going to buy a pat set of Patagonias, make sure that you're one of those people that lives on limiter. You'll be fine. And yeah, they, you know, and, even some of the 17 PSI, some of the videos <laughs> I saw back in the day where guys ran them and they were like saying that they were good. They were also spinning to get up or it had like, no, I've never seen a Patagonia be a crawler tire. I've mm. never seen somebody maybe walk the, up to it and like just crawl. Maybe the black labels. Maybe the black labels. Maybe. I don't know, though. I don't know. I can't talk too much shit about them because they did some work this weekend. Yeah, Bill made them work. Uh, they just didn't work for your application. <laughs> they sure You're so work. upset by that. Dude. I was oh, upset yeah. all weekend. Every time you went up something, I was like, you can't do that. You're not allowed. Patagonias yeah. don't do that. Even if those Patagonias worked like Bill made them work for you, would would you really go back from where you're at? Absolutely not. No. I want even, traction. Even though they were nice road tires. Yeah, but actually, those XS aren't that bad. No. Even on beadlocks. They shake a little, but there's like that's normal. I mean, just a it's little. It's a huge tire. Every tire I've ever it's had. Got, every TSL. Mm-hmm. Every, I mean. They got a lot of rubber. There's yeah. A lot of just, rubber no hanging. matter what, you get them balanced. They're perfect balanced to zeros. Yep. And still, it's not perfect. It's it's pretty good. You can run on the interstate, but it's not glass smooth. It's not like a set of Michelin car tires or something. And, and that truck looks yeah. For so what it on. is, is oh, for yeah. what it is, it's a, it rides like a dream. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still not great. So then we packed up. No, then we went to bed. Then we went to bed. I mean, we did some more night wheeling stuff. And then Kyle, we'll tell Kyle Carpenter's story real quick. He was hell bent on getting up that obstacle that I did next to Nemesis. Oh my god, I forgot about that. We he wanted to talk that about so that. bad. That's where his CPS went out on Friday night. And then Saturday night we came back and it's raining like a banshee. We're sitting in a mud field that the night before was nice. But then Saturday night it had been raining all day long. Nothing but mud. He goes up to this obstacle. Can't even get the first, can't even get the tire up the first little like six inch bump because it's <laughs> so slimy and the tires are bald. Even if they were, even if those were brand new TSLs, I still willing to bet he wouldn't be able to get up that hill. Wow. So then he goes over to another obstacle, which uh, I think he said the line, the, num- the name of it, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, I'm not sure. It was to the right of Nemesis. Slim Daddy. I think that was to the left. No? No, to the left was wrong. Warrior Hill. Warrior Hill. Warrior Nemesis. Hill was to the right. Yeah. Not to the to right. The, it is to, to the left. left. I'm to the sorry. far left. The one that kind of does a little C that yep. everyone was going up. Yeah, that was Warrior Hill. Warrior Hill. Yeah. Then there's Nemesis. Yeah. Which is just he was just crazy. between those two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where he blew his window out. He sure did. Mike was drinking, so he didn't know. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> things. I was, dude, Vance was chauffeuring me around. I was like, I got to pee, but it's raining. He's like, I'll just drive you under this tree. And then it looked like Kyle was getting so light. He was yes. starting to go sideways and oh, get light. stupid, yeah. And I was like, and he just keeps doing it. And I was like, Vance, drive me up there so I can tell him to stop. I'm like, I'm drunk and I can yeah. tell what's going on. And I'm like, what are you doing? Is there a plan? And they're like, yeah, we're going to winch up to this tree. I'm like, okay, thank God. Yeah, because it was getting pretty sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it was. He's just sitting there banging off the limiter and like was, about to tip over. And I'm like, um, he's going to barrel roll down this hill. He was trying and trying and trying and trying to get up the first ledge, get the front tires up that ledge. Finally, after just beating on it relentlessly, he gets the front tires up the ledge. And I'm like, all right, well, I didn't see that coming. But now and what then, you going to do? But now then I'm like, what are you going to do when you get the whole thing up on there? Like, where are you going to go? Exactly. Like, are you going to be able to go up that hill? Because it's slimy. And uh, 
he he got all cattywampus and sideways. They hooked a winch to it, and then he was trying to get resituated. Then he blew his back window out, and he crushed the driver's fender in the process of doing all that. It just went to hell. We went got down. into a point oh, yeah. where he couldn't go forward, and he, and he obviously slid back into a tree, yep. and that's what busted his window out. And he back, I think he backed up into it. Maybe he did slide into it. I don't recall. It was just, it, it was too slimy to do what he was trying to do. I wouldn't have done it in my Jeep even because it was just too wet. It was just, it was raining. It was still raining. raining. Had a couple of cool, or had a couple of uh, golf carts show up with light bars and put spotlights on the show for a little while. Yeah. That was nice. That was convenient. That's what you do at a hill at night. Everybody just lines up their headlights and points and somebody goes and tries to do something stupid. Those two guys showed up and turned their lights on and that hill looked like, it wasn't daylight, but it wasn't far from it. You think that it was, it was really the side-by-sides making all the difference? The light? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, even notice. They turned their lights on. And it was like, boom, you see everything all the way up into the trees and all that. I was like, perfect. <laughs> well, that I guess convenient. golf carts are good for something. Lighten up the world <laughs> with all their fancy lights. So you fancy lights for your golf cart? No, I've got Loser. stock headlights and ran an entire B-loop at fucking Nationals in the dark with headlights. So. You should uh, get some more it. golf cart lights. I do need a fucking light bar. If I was doing anything like at like race speed in the dark. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But, but the headlights are sufficient. And that's what you're trying yeah, to say. I mean, we ran with the you don't need they 14 were, light bars on your damn no. razor. Like I would sure is nice. I would put one on there for some longer range. Mm -hmm. Put a nice rigid. speed because you're just going to cover ground. As much as I hate light bars, I even kind of want one. Yeah, but it has to be placed somewhere where you can't see it because so, when you see it like sitting on a bumper, it's like, oh, that's like just place you just set it there you didn't think about it you were just right. like there's a light bar but with, if i could hide uh, it really well with your old grill you could have you could have put it right in the grill mm -hmm. there wasn't enough room because i had too many coolers back there oh, okay i have an extra um, trans cooler and a power steering kyle cooler. or not kyle andy has his mounted further back on the roof rack it's on the front roof rack but the roof rack slid back mm -hmm. it's far enough back on the roof that it doesn't shine on the hood oh that's kind of nice so he kicked it on and i was like oh that's awesome because a lot of times, if you mount them like right above the windshield, the whole hood lights up. And then you have all this glare. Yeah. And then you got to wear your polarized sunglasses at night. At night, yeah. <laughs> Defeating the purpose of what's up said light bar. Uh, but he had it mounted far enough back. I was like, I don't really want a light bar. But at the same time, like, that's pretty cool. I, okay. I'll be honest. I hate it. It looks tacky. It's just in the middle so of the functional. freaking roof. Yeah, it's functional. Light yep. bars are functional. But they, it's just like, I just set this on my roof. And it's like, but now it's just there. You look right at it. You're like, ugh, ugh. For that application, it is what it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He doesn't like night You're rolling. Right. So it's I would just love. Just maybe color. that's why. It's because I don't have any light bars. Yeah. That would be. A that's all it is. Point. I put a light bar in my truck. Like I love yeah, night being wheel. able I'm to see. To, in like the I'm dark looking at. I'm not. trying to think of snow day. Like where are you going to put it? Oh, I know where. Put a roll bar back in it. Make make a new 90s roll bar for it and put it on the roll bar. Put five LED KC daylighters up there. You could do that. I could just knock off every time I go into a tree. <laughs> My truck's too tall for something to be on the you roof. Need do, you need to do. Are you going to do an external cage on your cab or? Uh, partial, yeah. So I'm thinking like a, just a roof bar you could incorporate some cool lights on. But you like take right above the, the windshield. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. You could down set them. You could, you could take them and set them down on the top of the windshield a little bit. Boy, do yeah. I hate that. One of the things. Right. It would work really well, but I one of just thinking things, about it makes uh, me a little yeah. sick. Well, one of the things you could do is mount it. Say you make the cage and on the back of the cage, you make a little extra bar back there off the, like the back uh, window area, make a bar there that's level with the roof and has a light bar on it and have the brackets of the light bar just tight enough that you can roll them on it on the bar 
So when you're not using it daytime, whatever, it's just rolled back out of the way. That's interesting. And then when you need to use it at night, you just get back there and just I roll actually don't hate that place. placement at all. Like, I don't mind like roll bar mounted light. Well, I mean, hell, like show day or the Chevy is set up like, that. you know, it's got like literally yeah. a light bar. Granted, it's a right. Oh, that's a tow truck light bar, right. but it's set up that way and it looks fine. Mm -hmm. It's just when they're mounted like. That'd be pretty slick, too, because then at the daytime, it'd just be a little black strip back there hanging off the back of the thing. And it wouldn't look bad. Yeah. Might be something to think about. I might consider it if we do more nightly. I want to go more to more parks where we do night wheeling. I actually really enjoy the change, like how much different it is. I also really like lights. Yeah, because rice. I mean, I like lights, too. It's just they got to be tastefully placed. No, no. Just, he says just no. the entire vehicle Christmas lights. Chris. <laughs> I can't say that either because I have party lights on my truck. More rice. I have rock lights that yes. are also party lights. They do all yeah, the somebody was the talking about that. and everything. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm talking about the, some truck rice. Which ones did you get? Just some Amazons? Yeah, I could probably send you a link. They're uh, they're pretty bright, but the problem is my placement makes the tire cast a shadow. So yeah. you can't see directly in front or in back of your tire. You can see like a foot in front of your tire and a mm -hmm. foot in back of your tire, but like if you want to see exactly where you're climbing, right. Not so great. I don't know how you would even do it. You'd have to have three lights for that. Or you or you just, instead of doing one in each wheel, well, you do two. Oh. oh. One, one front, one back, pointing just everywhere. I got you. Mine kind of do this. They kind of point in a V, so they point like down at a 45 degree angle right. in two directions. Are they the Mick tunings? Maybe. Oh. oh. Anyway. They're uh, like 100 bucks. They do all kinds of fun stuff. That's neat. Yeah, that's see, it'd cool. be fun. It'd be fun to do that. Yeah, I mean, I it I is fun. Run them, I would run them on the trailer. Right? Just going down the road. <laughs> Baller. Ian and I had this conversation last, last weekend. I actually had the thought earlier this week of putting some like under, not like under glow, but like underbody lights. Hold on. on the race we trailer. bought you oh. yeah, RGB got, rock lights. Did you use them on something? Or no, not? I got them in the box in the middle bedroom. So you're going to put those on the razor? No. Then you sell those to Steve. Sell I could Steve. sell them to you. Yeah. Or well, I could just put them on my trailer. Just give me and have like oh like on it. the trailer like under under, in, under, under oh trailer. yeah yeah that's what uh, so then you could Evan, flip them on and then be like when but, you're loading and like moving around at night you could have like an underglow light is trying to white you know what you yeah. could do you could put them in okay get hear me out because I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure they do white put them inside the trailer so then when you need to like load your shit you can use them as lights and when you want to party in your trailer you just turn on party mode and then you guys just have like a little rave in the back of your trailer <laughs> yeah exactly I don't, I don't want to promote like strippers and raves in the back of my trailer <laughs> are you sure because that I sounds think, like I think fun. so no I'm pretty sure I don't yeah, yeah. I don't need any so Ian and I were talking last week and I talked to somebody else this weekend about this I kind of want to put a plug on the trailer and a plug on the jeep and wire it to the hot lead oh, on, the, on the harness so I can plug the Jeep into the trailer while towing. Okay. One for, for one, what? One so it'll charge the battery. Okay, okay the Jeep, I guess. Yeah. Which would be real handy for all the times I used my air compressor this weekend on the trailer. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, you did. It's <laughs> and, true. And two, so I can run running lights when we're trailering at night. I hate looking back there and just seeing a, a black Jeep, like a dark Jeep. I mean, the trailer's taking care of it. I know. Wait till you go to an enclosed trailer and nobody knows oh. what you're hauling and you lose that, like, I do complain about it because oh, yeah. every time I'm going somewhere, I'm like, every off-road I've ever hauled has been on an open trailer. And you're like, every moron has to talk about your mud truck. But it's kind of cool at the same time. Well, there's a super simple fix for that. Yeah, now you just have an enclosed trailer and it's like, hmm, well, super simple cool. fix. There's no simple fix. Yeah. You just get all your stuff in the trailer, put perfect 
everything's perfectly <laughs> stowed. Take a photo. And back the Jeep in or back the Jeep, the golf cart in there. Yep. And then take a nice high res photo of golf cart inside trailer. Yep. And go over to It's a Sticker and be like, make that on the back just door. wrap it so everybody knows what's inside here. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> this is or you can do one of the cool wraps, like the empty trailer wraps. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those. Yeah, yeah, where the door looks, looks like, like an empty the trailer. Open. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I really don't want to put stickers on the white trailer and just be like, because everybody's like, oh, don't put stickers on your trailer. DOT mm. will pull you over. And I'm like, what are they going to pull well, me hold over on. for? Go ahead. What kind of stickers? They're not going to pull you over for point one racing stickers. If you put a point one, I already told you not sticker. to do that, though. Yeah, but I really want to do that, like a big fucking sticker on a back door, like whole fucking back door. Of that. I mean, I don't. what's the problem? That's what I mean. It's like, commercial now. No, why? it's not. It's just a sticker. It's your it's your it's recreational. Yeah, it's is just it? a sticker. it is. I mean, it's recreational. Nothing he's doing is non-recreational. No. I don't know. I mean, like, that's the argument. Like, I'm just, I'm just like, what's the difference if I put a big NASCAR logo on the side of my trailer? Clearly, he's not with NASCAR. I'm not NASCAR branded. <laughs> that's a good point. It's I don't know. Just maybe a, it's fine. It's like all the, all the trailers have the giant Harley Davidson across the back of them. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, you only open yourself up to be like, ah, point one off-road racing series. I bet that's a race trailer. You're like, well, when you get pulled no. over, just say, I really like that series. So I put yeah. a sticker on my trailer. It's just a camper. Why can't I find a single point one sticker? I don't know. That is kind of weird. Why don't you have a point one sticker in here? I don't know. Because I got them on everything else, probably. You used them so hard that you so couldn't find hard. a single one for the studio. <laughs> yeah. I'm like looking around like, I, I want to see like what the logo looks like. Can you really notice that it's, it's not on there? Oh, it's on the back of your shirt. Turn around. Yeah. It's got to be. Spin that way. Just, I remember seeing it earlier. Uh, oh, is it is it that one of the, the, the whole mountains? the whole top is point one? Oh, that's badass. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll do that. I just didn't know it was such a cool logo. Oh yeah, it's baller logo. Yeah, so but I mean, like if that was on, on a the, white trailer, on the back door of yeah. the trailer, like, mm-hmm. I just think of the pimp. Would you do the whole black the whole back door a black vinyl with the black point one logo? I don't know. I probably would. Just me. I'm not to look at. I'd it. want the point one racing to be in a color like the letters, yeah, but everything like, else it would like look just like that, but a black background. I don't know. I think it'd be so fine. So if they on. made two logos, they made a white logo no, and a black logo. I would do all the, the mountains and stuff in black. Oh. And then do the letters in a color and just have it on white. It'd be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I think I would do. They made this. the you know, they made the logo. It's like he's at the white logo on the back of his shirt because it's a heathered gray or is a heathered black. I don't even know what that yeah, is. Something dark, like that. Charcoal, dark charcoal, whatever. Charcoal shirt. Sure. The other logos yeah. for white mm-hmm. for a white vehicle. Like the back of when you when we leave out of here, look at the back of Claudia's trunk. Okay. Right next to her license plate is the black. Logo. Oh god, it's on the paint. Mm-hmm. Woo! Putting decals it's on good paint. Bible. Yeah. Oof, Zero fucks. Fine. Eesh. Those are high. Ooh, fresh out of fucks. Could be a bumper sticker. Grr. Yeah. Well, it didn't look right on the glass. And I was like, uh, my personal opinion is exactly where I put it. And I was like, that's where I'd put it. She's like, yeah, it does look good there. And I'm like, it I does know. Look good there. And I'm like, you're going to take it off anytime soon. So I'll leave that son of a bitch on there and let her out. Fly. Last car she'll ever own. Nobody cares. I did finally get one did for you, the dually the other weekend. Did you guys get that car ceramic? Nope. Okay. Starbucks giving it's a Toyota Corolla. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Camry. No, it's a Corolla. Corolla. Yeah. Fuck it. Someone was calling you were calling it a Camry the other day. Was yeah. I? You were. No. You were. We were out there talking about the trailer and you kept saying you could tow something with your Camry. Well, you couldn't hmm. tow with the Camry. But he was referring to the Corolla. Hmm. It's fine. Either way. Mid-size, unimportant Toyota car, <laughs> wearing whatever. It's fine, dependable, great. <laughs> Toe rig. It's all I need. Yep. <laughs> um, so that yeah, was wheeling. That was wheeling. We needed to do the quick, the quick trailering home, and then 
We'll wrap it up. Yep. So we went home and we went through St. <laughs> Louis. We went home. Okay. Okay. You you missed you missed a big important part of getting the hell out of that park. Oh my god! I, did. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot something. Remember that whole hill we were talking about coming down, where I was using the trailer brakes to stop the truck. We had to go back up that. Go up it. Yeah. And some of us had four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Some of us did not. Good news is he knows how to use the throttle a lot. Man. You would, there was just someone that we were wheeling with that was just like ornery all weekend. (laughs) Ornery. 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 And that same someone happened to bring a V6 two wheel drive tow rig. Went to the top, no problem. Went to the top, no problem, sideways. (laughs) That would be be Bill. That would be Bill. Bill. Wild Bill. Yep. Yep. Sideways. Got almost to the, like, there's like a, just as you're going up, there's kind of a, almost a crest. A little bit. It doesn't go completely flat at the crest, but like it kind of starts to level out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And right before that crest, you just see him now. He's like, you know, you can hear the tires slipping and everything else. And all of a sudden, you see it like going sideways. I'm like, oh, he's so <laughs> close. But he's still, he was still gaining ground, like mm-hmm. one foot at a time. Oh, he didn't probably lift. He went hard yeah. in it, but he was just spinning tires. He was spinning tires. <laughs> I don't know if they had a pause track or if maybe it uses an active uh, traction control. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, the trucks yeah. that new might have something like that where it uses and, the brakes uh, to activate uh-huh. the. Yeah, I wonder if it didn't because that's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah, and uh, he just kind of kept working it, you know, working a little bit, and it wasn't like he was like doing a burnout spin or nothing like that. It was just slipping and sliding sideways and stuff, and he finally got up over that crest and come driving up, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, I got her." No, no big no deal. No excitement. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, <laughs> full send. Yeah, Bill. He was, he was smiling, but like, yeah, yeah, got it, got it. We're good. Got her up here. No set. That's Bill for you. My my oh, truck. Wow, my truck apparently did not like the hill at all. Four low, second gear, three thousand RPM. Didn't necessarily love it, uh, but got to the top, and then we when we left and got out on the road, I started taking off, and it was doing like thirty five mile an hour, and it won't. It just decided it was gonna go shift all the way to, to overdrive, mm. lock up. Just okay. Lock up. Zero power. All I was of a like, sudden. thank you. No. Mm. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why you're doing that. I'm like, I'm half. I got like half throttle right now. So and I, I stood in a little more and it come back out of it and then it did it again. I was like, you fucking turd. That was weird. Got to the gas station, like 11, 12 miles to the gas station. Got to the gas station, shut it off, got fuel, fired it back up, parked around back, shut off, fired it back up, took off. Never. Perfect. Shifted fine the whole way home. So something something is up with that leads me to think that it's the tune. I sure hope so. Or the PCM. Uh, uh, Well, either way, that would be a fairly easy fix. That'd be nice. Otherwise, go back to the trans shop. Guess so. They're going to figure it out. Indeed. Yep. So uh, then we left, got on the road, just motored all the way to St. Louis, went through downtown St. Louis. That St. Louis interchange, man. Yeah. So I'm leading because I have, I don't know. I don't know why I'm leading. I you ought to do that motherfucker with a 35 foot class fucking C with a trailer and a buggy. Oof. Dad. Yeah, that done done that. I mean, trust me, it's not great trailering at all. It's not even great if you're in a sports car. No, that interchange yeah. is a nightmare because you got to like make like three or four exit changes like yep. in like a mile. It's like, change, okay, in a quarter mile, <laughs> do that. In a quarter mile, jump across four lanes of traffic. Yep. Like and, you and just throw that motherfucker a, around with and 50 feet of freaking truck and yeah. trailer or whatever. It's yeah. just yeah. stupid. Just give zero fucks about like your trailer fenders. And you just like, I will bounce this trailer off the side of your fucking car. Like mm-hmm. it's my bad. trailer is expendable to the, to your traffic merging. So first thing that happens is as I'm 
trying to take an exit is for some reason, there are two vehicles in the same lane. There's like a Dodge Ram and some small car and they realize they're in the same lane at the same time and slam on their brakes and they are right in front of the car that's right in front of me. And I had to pretty much just lock it up to not to avoid an accident. And I was able to and I got it stopped. And then we went on our merry way and not even like what a couple minutes later somebody decides right before a barrier that they need to take an exit and they cut off yet again the car in front of me and the car in front of me locks it up and i am like i don't know 20 feet behind this thing going like 60 70 miles an hour and i literally have to like lock it up and try to ditch it like not ditch it but like hit the The, shoulder the the problem is is that like where he's trying to ditch slash shoulder it there's a fucking concrete barrier in a bunch of barrels because that's a divide Mm Yeah. And so all I'm we're not going very fast. 25, 30 miles. He just hour. said he was doing 70. Now, that was probably before. I don't yeah, know how that fast was the first I'm going, one. but we were we were going pretty slow at this point. It's like we were slowing down for something else. And I think I was going faster than you. Really? I don't know why. It's possible. I feel I, like we I was, was going we faster. Were over there in, that, ass. in that particular area, we weren't going that fast because we're making those all those interchanges and everything else. And people were just going slow as shit for some reason. And I'm full. I have bills between the two of us. And all I see is snow day, just you. And I see red truck like you're you're looking at the back. You see snow day and then you see re- the side of the red truck. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, see what you should see. No, no, not generally outside of away from where it should be. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he just he's losing it. It's it's going. I was trying to figure out I was like, what, what just happened? Like, I was like, did the trailer get loose? Because like. Because the way it looked, it just looked like you're like jackknife. I can't like, even what imagine what it looked like. I wish I could see because all Rowdy. I know is I was trying to avoid an accident. And I did. It I fine. It turned out <laughs> I probably could have stayed in my lane. Nobody died. But the car in front of me was, you know, they locked up their brakes and they were coming in. I was coming in hot. So I was like, well, I'm going to try to both stop and get out of the way. So in case I can't stop, I yeah. will just pass them, which, yeah, might and they might have meant barrels or a barrier. But but whatever the case they got going yeah. fast enough again that I was able to get back in my lane and continue. But both of these things happened in like two minutes. I was just <laughs> like, like panic stop and then panic stop. <laughs> ridiculous. I missed the first panic stop. I think that's what slowed us down. It probably Whatever was. happened caused that first panic slot stop. That's yeah, what like slowed some, all the traffic. Some guy in a Dodge just, just yeah. full, full, like goes right into the side of this car and misses it by an inch. <laughs> and then, and then everybody just slams their brakes on because they're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, we're all in the same lane at the same time. <laughs> fucking people man Yeah, the last time when we went to nationals we left early we're making good time and then perfectly happened to be doing all of that st louis interchange bullshit at like peak rush hour and it's like oh god it wasn't horrible but it wasn't thrilling it, it never was fun through there with did you have to come to a stop no that's good no of course, everybody's fucking moving, but yeah, I mean, we yeah. we didn't have to stop or anything. I mean, other yeah. than like the two instances, but we uh, got about twenty miles from the halfway point, and Bill calls me. He's like, "Hey, Mike's got a strap loose." Shocker! And we're like, hmm. "Mike's always got straps loose." Hey, now well, I had two panic stops. I'm okay. Time. <laughs> First of all, we I should mention that I did not it, actually have a it was strap, not strap loose, but the ball of strap because I have twenty seven foot straps and I need like four. So. <laughs> So it's the 27 feet is, yeah. I know, I know, yeah. but do I'm you, always worried I'm going to need them for something. Do you just razor blade it and then singe it? I just, so what I usually do is I just take like a really sharp fucking razor blade and just huh? cut it and yep. then just take a, uh, like a fucking propane torch yep. or a little torch and you just, just sear it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it, it keeps it from fraying. It keeps it with number one. There's a one. real yeah. good chance I'm going to do that to mine. Yeah. I could. I'm always going to need them for something. Well, so I, I just, see, I've got. Just go cool. buy four more. Yeah, buy I, I know. Save, I should. Just I should. save four for like your yeah. vehicle tie downs. And that's like, I've got the ones that like are shorter for tying down. I'm like, I will not use those on anything else but to tie down the vehicle. I'm going to say, like, just save your four. And what do you do with the excess? Okay. How much excess do you leave on the ones that you know how long they need to be? Like I'm none, some. No, because my problem is like I've hauled, uh, like even here recently, like I'll have when I had that little motor on the pallet and then my yeah. razor is on the back. Like the front straps were obviously oh. like a foot and a half needed to be like a foot and a half longer because I yeah. set it back. So like placement of the razor on the fucking trailer doesn't matter. But I needed that little bit. I've probably got I don't know two feet. Like oh, yeah. my rear straps. I had one come loose on the way to nationals. Just a little like wad. Yeah. The, uh, the bungee ball thing must've broke her cause it was gone, but it was like flopping and it wouldn't touch the ground. Like mm. out the back of the trailer, it wouldn't mm. touch the ground. So it was only, you know, I don't know, a couple feet, two and a half, three foot oh, wow. of okay. extra strap once it's tight down and everything. So not That's a thing bunch, like, but so yeah, I lost my, I lost my wad. Yeah. How, how about this? Take your <laughs> strap, take your straps you use for your truck. And hook them on the other side of the trailer and then hook them to like hook them across the deck and then leave a foot. <coughs> so you could, if you need to like tie down steel, oh, right. you go to pick up steel. Yeah. You have straps that reach across the deck. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you need to haul like somebody's bed, dresser, whatever, nope. and you need to strap over the top of it, take two straps, link them together. Yeah. I guess you could hook the hooks too. together and then just cinch them down that way. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of straps. I should probably just cut them short. I mean, I, <laughs> I have a lot know. of straps. I've, I got I got twenty seven straps, but I don't want to cut or I don't, cut one. I don't know. Like, you just never know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's if just, that's the case, yeah, leave it's like just never feet. really hurt to have the extra. I always just bungee strap it or one of them bungee ball things I use, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. great. But when you panic stop twice, apparently that's enough to pull it out of the bungee ball. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised. But the truck was still but, tight, so yeah. I couldn't move at all, which is amazing. Because, which is better than I can say for mine when we stopped to check your strap. Yeah. We stopped to, to for him to get his bungee ball and put his back together, and I walked around mine to go pee, and I was like, "That strap looks oh, saggy." Looks... And Nate's like, "Yeah, I'm guessing that's the one you did first because it's been flopping around." I'm like, "Thanks for the heads up." <laughs> yeah, thanks for telling me, Dick. <laughs> thanks, bud. Apparently, he didn't feel like it was too critical. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a couple. Of the other ones, on the other one's but, tight. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and it was, and I just, I think I gave it two or three clicks. Yeah, and it was tight again. Mm-hmm. And then we got back on the road, and we went to the next stop, about thirty minutes away, maybe twenty minutes away. Uh, got fuel and I was like, I better check my trailer tire because that one trailer tire's got a leak in it. Mm-hmm. Still fixed it, and, and it did still have a leak. Magically, it didn't fix itself. Not, not only did it have a leak, but now I could hear the leak. Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah, and it was down to forty pounds. And I just aired it up when we left two and a half hours ago. Yeah, and so I was like, well, now what? I asked him and Nate, Nathan. I was like, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Like, air it and send it, throw a plug in it, or swap it for the spare. They're like, plug it. And okay. he's concerned because all he has is rope plugs. Yeah. And we who turns, work at dealerships are like, oh, we rope plug everything. Yep. These stealerships mm-hmm. <laughs> just rope plug everything. Yeah. I mean, like I was telling you, if somebody insists on a patch plug, we do have them and we can do it, but it's expensive. It's because crazy. it's like the price of a tire mountain balance. Yep. Plus, we have to literally like Take sand and grind and paint and pull and then tire, coat and it, tire store does it for fifteen dollars well yeah. then you Co- can take it to the tire store cost 85 to have it done at the, the stealership it's probably not quite that much but it's, pretty, <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably over 50 yeah 
Yeah. But the rope plug, we probably charged 20 bucks for them. It just like, cracks me up. I didn't think that rope plugs were, were like approved method anymore. Like, obviously, you can use them and they work. I just didn't know it was like approved method. Not seen a one fail. By a shop. I don't you've know what approved seen, means. Are you saying the DOT fail? tells you? Yeah. Like that sort of thing. I, I don't know if it's a DOT thing or not, but safety something, I don't know. It's fine. Nothing said The only concern I had with throwing a rope plug through it is literally you have to break the cords to make the hole big enough for the rope plug. And oh, I was yeah, like, I, guess I so. really want to break the belts in the in a trailer tire. Like we made it home. Two and a half hours, no problem. So and I did check when I got home, I had forty eight or something like that. So that leads me to believe that maybe it still has a leak. It might. I'm going to fix it. Just replace those tires. I'd yeah. throw that motherfucker in the dumpster. I don't fuck around with trailer tires. They're cheap as fuck. They are cheap like, as nope. fuck. I would throw that. How cheap is cheap as fuck? Like how I can buy a brand new set of Carlisle's. Well, D-load de- Carlisle's for $300 for all four. Yeah. Okay, then just, yeah, replace all this four. It's cheap as fuck. Why even bother? That's what I'm saying. Point. At this point, buy some aluminum wheels to go with them. You're, we're on the same page. They're not that expensive. Uh, I actually looked. I was like, oh. The ones I want are. Oh, are they? Yeah, until you got to buy fucking six of them. Five. If you had to buy, well, you would have to buy I'd seven because your spare has to match. Six and yeah. fucking a couple spares. No, I'd just say couple spares. I'd so say eight, <laughs> eight new tires and wheels. I, now I we're in the thousands. these wheels for the spares. <laughs> yeah, really. but yeah. I think when I priced it out, the wheels I wanted, I think it was $900 for the set of everything. Yeah. Okay, that's not that little, cheap, but it's not that steep, expensive But either. it'll be cool looking. It would look cool. Yep. And then, But then the trailer needs to be redone. Oh, yeah. There's no way you should put nice shiny aluminum. It would be like putting... 26s on your like rusty ass old piece of shit <laughs> yeah and people do that shit all <laughs> the time on your rusted out tahoe yeah right uh yeah i was trying to come up with a good like did you see the suburban that passed us oh, oh. no the suburban the suburban that was like this high off oh, the ground yeah. no no the... no no did you see the dually that passed us i did not wait what do yes you did oh the red one red obs was, oh this, my god it was chugging along, along just <laughs> fucking rolling dude he passed me we were well we were only running like 70 or 72 at the time yeah yeah but he comes strolling past I me. I bet that was a 350. I was going to. No. You think it was a big, big block? block? It was a big block. It was making 350 noises. Really? It was like. <sighs> like it was like. It was struggling. <laughs> it was like pulling a camper. Just it was like, pulling a full camper. I bet the headers were glowing on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he had that thing. He was coming up behind me. And I could see it, but the grill was like kind of dirty. Yeah. You know, from the road. And so I didn't think too much of it. I mean, I was I had my eyes on it. I was eyeballing it because oh, yeah. he was towing. I was like, damn, get her done. You don't see an OBS towing a camper very often. Nope. Not anymore. You like, don't, you don't. Uh, like, he's looking because at, they're actually going camping. It's not yeah. like he's using that thing as a hot shot or anything. Yeah. And so uh, he he comes rolling up and I'm like, I look over at it and I had I known it was as clean as it is. I'd roll down my window, give him a big old thumbs up. I gave the suburban like, a thumbs up. Clean. Oh, yeah, it was too. Did you it also? Was, it was, all three of us just in a row. Just <laughs> give a thumbs up. I didn't see the Suburban until it was right on top of me. I didn't see it coming until Dude, it was there. Was so pretty. It was very pretty. Some of that vi- had been, like, weird vinyl, like a rainbow. Was it a vinyl? vinyl? I don't you know. Think it, was paint? it had a graphic on the lower part of the body below the bottom body line. Yeah, like a rocker panel, like rainbow graphic. It was good. Look, it had, it had a 90s vibe. Were they like 20s? Maybe. 20s or 22s. Oh, you think they're that big? Yeah. I didn't. I don't remember that well. Um, but the Dooley, it come up and I, I look over and I was like, oh my God, it is stupid clean. There was no rust. Yeah, on, on the side, it was super pretty. Dumb clean. Either that or somebody bonded it and spray bombed it and we Whatever. just couldn't tell because it was going Dumb 85 clean. miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's a big block. It had the dual tailpipes. Um, you have dual out, tailpipes. Out the one side. You could do I'm that trying too. To, I'm trying to remember in my head, like, is that a stock? 454 thing or stock small block thing i just feel like it sounded like your engine only working its ass off yeah mine sounds like it's working its ass off because it has no basically no muffler 
Mine yeah, always sounded like know. screaming. I mean, I get, we may never know, but they did offer were those you, with 350s. Were you behind me ever? No. This trip? No. It's. I mean, okay, out leaving the park only. Oh, really? Yeah. You followed me to the gas station? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you heard it, Mac, there. You heard of their downshifting and making noises? Yeah. Yeah. It was doing things. It probably sounds okay. I don't know. It sounds okay. So, I mean, you're just like spitting fuel out of the tailpipe, pipe, but I mean, <laughs> other than that. Mike's running his windshield wipers, just carbon, <laughs> carbon <laughs> <laughs> well, Quarter mile back, he's getting carbon. You're deposits. getting five miles a gallon because five, because half your fuel's going out of tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> Would not surprise me one bit. He's running rich. Yeah, she was she was fat. So we, uh, we, we plugged the tire and then the rest of the trip was easy peasy. Yeah, it didn't even really rain. It was supposed to storm real bad. Actually, oh, it did yeah. once we got home, yeah, like that again, night, yeah. last night. I, I didn't go home. Oh, yeah, that's right. You went to a party. I went to Christmas. I went I went 60 miles out of route because I hadn't towed enough yet. Oh, yeah. You had that, <laughs> yeah, that 250 over. miles each way wasn't enough. It wasn't you. enough. So, yeah, I went over. I, it, well, the thing was is that if I hadn't gone over there, I wouldn't have seen Owen until they got home. They didn't get home until like 630 probably. And so I would have seen him for an old, a whole like 40 minutes before he went to bed. That's fine. Your kid doesn't need to know your name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so just being a dick. And so I. Uh, yes, yeah, so I went down there, met them at the party. Luckily, they had a shower in the shop. Oh, how convenient for you. Immediately, as soon as I got there, I was like, hey, Gary, uh, the shower in the shop work? Oh, yeah. I've got soap, towels, anything you need. I'm like, let me grab my clothes. Fucking hey, bud. Awesome. Grab my clean clothes and just hoofed right. Just went straight to the shower like. Don't talk to me. I haven't had my shower yet. Yeah, it'd been a few days and you probably didn't want to go picking up your kid with all that funk on you. I, I picked him up. It wasn't that big a deal, but like <laughs> I smelled like a, I smelled like a campfire. Well, cause I was going to change clothes that morning when I got up, but I like put my dirty clothes, my muddy clothes on from Saturday yeah. to load the Jeep and then didn't change. Yeah. You're like, why bother? Well, right? We're what standing in the muddy do? ass, you know, we're standing in the mud mm-hmm. and everything. I was like, I want to put my different shoes on and all that stuff. And so I never did change it. Even though me. you were on your dudes on the trail, like a true JK owner. Or the, did I wear my dudes? <laughs> that first day you forgot and you were like, oh, what do you know? I just happened to be wearing my dudes. Damn it. Again. <laughs> Minor details. Dude, yeah, dudes the first day. Then I was wearing uh, Timberlands the rest of the weekend. A so, little more convenient. Where does for, that put uh, me? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Two rice. Something like that. Uh, it was wear boots like a normal person. What's your takeaway from the weekend? Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I did break. I broke almost immediately Saturday, which was kind of fun. But uh, but no, I, I I loved it. I loved riding with Vance. Uh, that thing is real capable, and he's a funny fucking dude. Yeah, him and Dustin together. That, oh, that's yeah. a that's a duo right there. Comical. It was very fun. So there were lots of short jokes. Oh yeah, so many. <laughs> but uh, I just, was I was calling him. I was calling Dustin short all weekend. Little fella. They're literally the same height. For anyone that doesn't he know, he me. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're both five eight. I think he's five eight. I'm five seven. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, what was your takeaway? Uh, Missouri is interesting. It's fun to wheel. I, lo- I, I love, love Missouri yeah. wheeling. All the places I've been wheeling is the best. I, I really want to go to Flat Nasty in my own rig. I would go back to Moonlight anytime anybody invited me. We didn't see a lot of the park. Really? I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure because like, I didn't see Transfer Case. I wanted to see that. Yeah, I guess that, it was because they did it while we were broke. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go see that. Uh, you need to adjust your steering lock so we can not break things. Hopefully that would do it. There was a, a period of time that I wheeled on that 44 and didn't break it. Mm-hmm. There were like several trips. When did you adjust the steering locks? Uh, a few years ago. Maybe. Okay. I That's think. Weird. So maybe the, maybe the chromos are a little beefier in the, in the yoke. Is it the yoke? 
Is that the word? Maybe I guess the yoga would probably be I the proper term for that. Yeah. Um, I just don't feel like we did a lot of this upper part of the. Park. I think you might be right. It looked all green. We didn't care about it. Yeah, it is a lot of hit green all the up red there. stuff. A little yellow, but yeah, we tried to hit all the red, so that was good. Yeah, but the yellow trails are nice and are kind of longer. That'd be nice to hit those. I mean, okay. well, that's the those are the ones where you just like throw down some miles and just do some nice. Well, like, that's trail not riding. And just I mean, go. I don't know how big the park is. That one acres. trail is yellow, and the obstacle at the end of that is like pretty much impassable for Any anything rain. we had with <laughs> us. You think that we could have done it dry? Huh? You think we could have done that one trail dry? You talking about the one that the you one broke that he, on? No, that one trail. Wait, that that one trail. Am I wrong about oh, that? Uh, That's pumpkin not that smasher. One. Pumpkin smasher. Pumpkin Sorry, smasher. I'm getting my trails confused. Pumpkin smasher. It was too. Um, it was too washed out. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing we had was. TJ was wishing that I had mine done because he's like, I think I could have walked you up over around the corner, but I'm like, that's a huge undercut. I just don't see it. But he's right. If you climb that entire wall, if you climb way over on that Keep far your edge, all the way over there, yeah, then you can get that driver's rear to walk around the undercut and then drag oh, the yeah. driver, the passenger rear up it. It's yeah. like if you could, if you could crest it. I just feel like yeah. that's a lot of climbing. If you could get three tires up, that last tire will follow it. Yeah, for sure. If you could get sure. three up. But yeah, in the rain, I just don't not. I don't think so. Had we stayed another day, we could have done it because it dried up. Yeah, I mean, granted, Sunday it stormed again, but did it? Had we, you think it dried? You think it stormed on Sunday? It stormed on Sunday here. Yeah, I'm just I, saying. I don't I know if it did there, dry, but, yeah. but I bet it did because it kind of. We'll just go back. Way. We'll try to go back when it's not like during the dry season. Yeah, maybe try to do like August. I realized trip. that I was there in July. Really? And then right. again, not like July, and then I went again in October. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a long stint between trips. It's a long stint between trips, but to go to the same park twice. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's also kind of weird. If it's not bad, like, it's, it's, it's not, not super that far, close. Though. It's not. It wasn't I mean, that bad. Yeah. I get my tow rig dialed in a little bit better and get a little more trust in it. I'll be feeling a lot better. I'm I'm going to put that fucker on stock tires. It'll probably tow better. I think it'll tow. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dream. Get it all sorted out first yeah, and see how it does honestly. and then put it on stock tires. Don't so you'll actually notice a, a difference oh yeah a big difference a big difference yes and i'm pretty sure when i first got that truck and it was on 235 85s i am fairly certain that that truck um did not downshift pulling like through danville hmm. like pulling up the hills in danville yeah. i don't remember it ever downshifting pulling interesting off, pulling the trailer what is a 235 85 like a 31 and a half 32 30 and a half 30 and a half yeah okay I believe that's right, which is the same height as a as a two forty five seventy five. I thought that a two thirty five eighty five was the same size as a two sixty five seventy five, which is thirty one, thirty two, somewhere in there. It might be a thirty one. Um, but a stock tire is a two forty five seventy five. Did you get that link I sent you? I'm not sure. Oh, the beautiful <laughs> oh truck app. Yes, is my truck. But when like I clicked new. the link, it said sold. I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's long sold. I think. Yeah. But I was looking for OBSs with a Super Duty swap that were low, and that thing, I picture that came up, and it was on stock two forty five seventy fives. Was that truck solid axle? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I was no, excited, no. but it was that. just it was just really beautiful and on stock tires. And I was like, look, there it is on stock tires. I'm like, mm-hmm. it doesn't look that bad. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So. I'm definitely going to do that just to see what it's like. And then when I go to 410s or 430s, it'll be the same thing. So a 235-85-16 is 31.73 approximately inches. So it's almost okay. a 32. Yeah. I find that hard to believe. There's just a narrow. And a 245 and a 245-75-16 is 30.47. So stock tires are short. 
They are. It always looks weird when you see like a heavy duty truck on like two forty fives, and yeah. you're just like, <laughs> that's just weird to see. Huh. Like such something that's like so. You're like, oh, that thing has like a thousand foot pounds of torque, and it's on like little baby tires. You're yep. like, that's just how they come at the tire. Thousand foot pounds at the tire. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> through the through the, the gears. Uh-huh. That's probably what's on the dually. Yeah, I wonder. I'm wondering how much of that thing will sing. Like how, oh, how RPM wise, I bet it puts me in the range where I need to be. Because like towing at 70. At, I mean, it's made to do that, though. Right. That's yeah. like how it's totally designed. <laughs> it's designed like it's encased yeah. that way. So yep. that thing will be singing 70 man. at 70 mile an hour with a current tire, the 33 that's on it. So two and a half inch taller tire. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't love it. It's too low. It was running, it was running right at 2000 RPM in fourth in overdrive lockup. Oh, OK. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Third lockup in that thing is so wonderful. It's 2700 RPM. Just full, lo- fully locked. Yeah, it just, it just feels good. Yeah. Yep. Just it was pulling hills, pulling some of the bigger hills with in drive lockup, and it was picking speed back up to get back up where cruise control was set. It's like having an LS. I was like, yes, just stay there. Yep. If it would just stay there, that's the thing. And it will. If I put it in third gear, it'll stay in lockup, third gear lockup until yeah. I shift it. But on flat ground, overdrive, did you drive fine. in third the whole trip? No. Oh, you drove in overdrive? Oh yeah. Oh, I just leave it in third. Most of the overdrive. Most, most of the trip. I couldn't overdrive. deal with when I had my dually. My big block dually. I couldn't deal with third gear only. Yeah. Just because it was too high. Because like, it'll, oh. it'll run 2,700 RPM the whole time. Yeah. And I did the entire way yeah. there and back. Oh. Most of the time I can run 20. I can run at 72, 73 in overdrive and it just cruises. Yeah. And it's, I think it like, I think it's 75. I think it was running 2,200 RPM, which was pretty okay. It would hold that pretty decent. But you get them big old hills in Missouri, and it was like, absolutely not. Yeah. But I think if it had stock tires, it would have liked a lot more. Oh, well over two hours. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I t- well, I take that back. Maybe not well, but over two hours. Oh, yeah, no, over. Yeah, yeah. we're over. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. I already Mike know what we're talking asking, about next week. <laughs> Mike was asking about, uh, oh, do you? Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We This stuff we didn't talk about. <laughs> um, So tune in next week to find out if Mike's going to solid axle swap. Solid axle swap. <laughs> I might keep running IFS. You might go back to IFS. I might go back. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, everybody chime in and let Mike know that he needs a Super Duty 60. But and, if you chime in service. and tell me I need a Super Duty 60, then you need to explain the process behind it. I would also like you to go figure out, find me a picture of a Chevrolet pickup from like 88 to 2000 or 88 to 98 GM pickup with a super duty under it that doesn't have six inches of lift the only one i've seen is wfo and it's at least six inches of lift yeah it's huge it's not at there's all another there's another black one that a guy did it's a crew cab long bed and it's got a super duty six it, and it's massive oh yeah i mean i it's saw like some that inches. were triangulated four length that had like 12 inches oh, God, of lift. yeah yeah it was like huge. oh yeah this was a daily oh, okay and it was on radius arms it's and that's fine too and then josh there's a guy on the internet josh something but he's got about six inches on his and he's running 35s, 37s. I think that I have like right around four or five inches of lift right now because obviously with the body lift, it makes it look bigger. Yeah. But I honestly, when I measured everything for my truck, I was looking where the pumpkin placement was and everything. And like the pumpkin, the diff on the Super Duty 60 would go right up between the oil pan and the diff and the uh, frame rail. Like everything looked good. And by my measurements, using the current frame height and using the Super Duty's axle height and all that stuff it looked as though i could stay the exact same height my crew cab is right now on a super duty 60 in which case i could do it and it would be fine yep well hopefully that's the case i think if there's anything 
if there's anything that would cause that to be an issue, it's going to be the track bar and the diff in the pumpkin. Like the track bar going over the diff. And under I mean, the, the pumpkin frame. can't be that much different than what I have now, right? Not that much bigger. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right now it gets a little, kind, it a gets little kind of close to the pitman arm, but that's about it. Yeah. If you want to stretch it. Yeah. I would yeah. a little bit. Mm hmm. So next week, tune in for that. We're going to talk about more Super Duty 60 things, and hopefully we got some more information for you measurement-wise and stuff like that. Um, just maybe. Just maybe. Ian, anything to add to this? Uh, no, I will be at... What was your takeaway? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad that thumbs did wheeling. I'm, I'm glad to see y'all out Miss wheeling. you. Wish you'd been there in the, in the golf yeah. cart. Um, I'd worked Saturday, and then worked oh. on the race trailer Saturday, and then didn't do <laughs> You going to go wheeling with us later this year? Probably. You I might go, go ride and do some stuff, just hanging out. We're going to go December 4th. December 4th to the Badlands. Yeah. Assuming that our trucks are both fixed by then. I'm, I I would love to, actually. If you're going well, to the Badlands, be. I may just take the old fucking razor machine over there. Roll and, no, <laughs> but uh, We're just going yeah. for a day. We're going to go do... You could literally tow it there with the Corolla. It'd be hilarious. Oh, my God. Wonderful. Install a two-inch do... trailer hitch on the Corolla between now and December 4th. Let's give everybody a heads up, an early heads up on this. Um, son of a biscuit. What, Steven? We didn't announce that we have a new patron. You still can. Thank yeah. you, Adam Lawrence, for joining the Patreon. Welcome. Welcome. As Rick would say, welcome to the shit show. That it is. Uh, sorry, I just thought about that. I want to get in. It's yeah. fine. Go back to the thing. We're going to Badlands December 4th, and then also get it in. Toys for Tots on. Toys for Tots on December 4th, Badlands. Then, busy. January 1st. Hangover run. Oh my gosh, that's so close to December 4th. Badlands. That's so much wheeling. That's what it's supposed to be. So much. And then that's it. We're done. I think I'm done. Once we do the hangover run, I think I I'm shutting it down. I there with a razor on either one of those, to be honest with you. Oh, really? As much as I'd like to. Um, seemingly, I have to get it ready to go to KOH in oh. February and then other things in March. Getting it ready means driving it, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Nick Cage, bumpers. Uh, some suspension. Obviously, work. light bars. No light bar. Well, one light bar. Probably one on the roof. You're going to the desert. You'd probably, probably put light bar on thing. One on the roof. Probably put one on the bumper. There put you a, go. Put a couple on it. Uh, Good measure. Um, and then terrible. Got to reinforce some uh, AR mounts and stuff like that. So I got to pull the suspension off and do all that shit. But got to get that done before we go out to KOH. I'd like to have it done then, so I can kind of get a feel for how it's going to ride and handle with the weight and everything before. March. Start on it now. You'll have it done before December. Yeah, I got. I was actually talking to Josh earlier tonight that after finals, I need to drop it off to his homestead for that. Gotcha. And yeah, so got to finish the trailer and then got to build a razor and then have it ready to go by at least March. Sweet. So you said you're going to go do something. You got something scheduled in March coming up? No, no. Oh, I asked you what you what you need to add to that, and you're like, well, what I'm going to do is. Oh, oh, this weekend. <laughs> Jesus. Something, something's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we will be at Mid-America Outdoors um, in Jay, Oklahoma for point one um, finals. Not, not a big event or anything yeah, like no. that. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. Not even worth mentioning. Yeah, yeah. right. Halloween finals at Halloween. Halloween weekend. Right. They're doing a whole bunch of Halloween stuff. I know they got like a campsite decoration contest that my wife is all excited about. That sounds fun. Yeah, she's doing a whole bunch of lights and things. Um whole bunch of stuff. Their short course finals is this weekend. I know they're, I think their mega truck series finals are this weekend. So I don't know. Like I would always like to 
drive a mega truck. So I'm talking to drive a mega truck. I'm going to do this like hmm, eh, whatever. You're going to talk to me. Into it. Same with a monster truck. Like monster trucks are cool, whatever. But like, I don't want to sit in there and watch them. I'm going to drive one. Like I'm over the like watching a monster truck. Like I know what I want to do. Agree. I'll drive it. Sounds like a good time. But yeah. And then our finals, we're going to do some, uh, some rock bouncer stuff. Rumor has it. We're going to try to make it work. They'll probably drop the old knowledge. Nobody will know anyway. Um, we're going to try to do an over under jump in the course because we run two at a time. So we're going to try oh, a little over under jump where scary. one lane goes like this way and the other lane will go up and over. It'd be kind of pimp. That sound kind of exciting. Yeah, it'd be fucking, it'd be a badass show. Like for some cool video. You're wanting to do that this at this race? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it won't be anything like you're not going to be jumping like 60 feet in the air or nothing. No, no, like no. it won't be anything. It'll be real kind of. A tame jump. It's like a bridge with no yeah. bridge. Like maybe yeah. 10 or 12 school buses long, you think? <laughs> yeah, we'll jump some school buses. Like, like 10 or 12 students wide. 10 or 12 students? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Small. Small students. Small gap. <laughs> uh-huh. Just the gap's just wide enough for a razor to fit through. <laughs> to fall down and do it. You fall down and you don't even actually fall through. It just stops you on your front <laughs> rear bumpers. <laughs> but it's a gap. But it is a Shoot gap. A gap. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be kind of cool to watch um, if we can pull it off with where we've got to race at and do our stuff. Uh, I'm not 100% sure if we can do it or not, but we're going to try. That'd be the place to do it. We got the room, we got the the equipment and the manpower and the and the fuck yes. But um, we're also giving away a shit ton. And I mean a shit ton. Last time it was like thousands, like tens of thousands of dollars of raffle stuff. I mean. I think we've got five sets of MRT tires, um, wheels, transmissions. I mean, all kinds of like hunts and stuff. If you're into hunting and things like that, I know we're doing a couple like guided hunts given away. ORAs giving away a bunch of stuff. Crawlers in on that. I know complete off roads in on that. Like there is a lot of shit given away. So if you want some raffle tickets, me some money and i'll decide if your ticket win or if our ticket yeah i'm definitely gonna expect that stub number immediately upon paying you for that raffle ticket yeah you're like Like, i need my ticket numbers before the drawing thank you so you can be like no man yours didn't win mine (laughs) fuck i won all kinds of shit over here on mine but yours mm, sorry yeah yeah you gotta be present to win for the auction because we're literally gonna be like oh you want a set of tires here's your tires Oh, you want a built race turbo 400? Take your transmission. So you're going to tote my turbo 400 back for me? Yeah, I'll haul her back. I appreciate that. Room. Um, yeah, so yeah, anyway. No, it'll be a good time. Final, it sounds like it usually is. Final race of the... So uh, darn far away, I'd probably go to one. It's only eight hours. Only. Hop in a car. Hop in the Yaris. They just down there. They had cabins. They had a few of the smaller cabins open. Uh, I think it were like 350 bucks the weekend or something like that. It wasn't too bad. It's not too terrible. No. So, yeah. This is true. But anyway, yeah, it'll be a good time. Hopefully see some people down there. I think Jade and Ricky were talking about going. I don't know if they're going to go or not after last weekend. Yeah. I don't, I don't think how far, that, going. how far drive is that for them now? Uh, I think the funny thing was, I think I was talking to Ricky a couple months ago, a week ago or whatever it was. Yeah. After they moved. And literally he's like, that's yeah, the same distance. Oof, duh. You would have thought it would have been a little close, mm-hmm. but he's like, now nah, it's the same. Well, they but, gave the old bus a good old run this weekend. Yeah, so. so might as well fucking just send her again. They might. Weekend. I think she said they only had to add like a half a gallon of coolant That's or something like that. 
Christ. After seven hours drive? Yeah, that's not bad at all. And and going up that monster hill yeah. with that bus with nothing on the back of it. Mm-hmm. They made it. Yeah, they did. Jade was like, I think I might have given her a little too much. I took it all the way up the hill in second. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, got to the top. Screaming. It's oh, it's, I'm better than backing back Fucking down, I can tell you that. Yep. The hill seemed a lot longer going down than it did going up. Thank goodness. It's like going down. I was like, oh my God, it's so long. But really, it's not that long. A couple hundred yards. Probably. It's just steep. It's just very steep and slick. It, it's and bumpy. It's just got a lot. Was yours I mean, bumpy? It didn't feel it was too bumpy, bumpy for me. I think my, I think when the front end comes up or the tire drops out, it smacks the, the droop bump. You know what's super weird is on the way down mm-hmm. that hill, it was like, it felt like I was banging off my uh, bump stops, but I don't yeah. have any. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> and uh, I don't have bump stops. That I just took the them out and I was just like, oh, that's fine. I don't need that. Right. And uh, on the way up, it was like totally smooth. Huh. I think that truck, when it, when the front end comes up, I think it hits the droop stops because it's only about a half or three quarters. Yeah, they're droop stops. Yeah, because it's cranked up front. Mm-hmm. So, alrighty. Well, you guys ready to shut this thing down? No more podcast. More. Uh, some people will be saying that. Well, it's not me. I want to go to sleep. All right. Thanks for joining us for episode ninety-seven. Make sure you check out our partner companies, CompleteOffRoad.com. Give Chris a call if you need anything. Five six three five eight three five three six three. Crawler Off Road for any of your recovery needs. We used them this weekend. They were fantastic. By the way, I'm going to get me one of them big tree savers as soon as Rick has. Have them. you seen them? I use them like you, dude. Fan fantastic. It's so useful. Perfect. For like nine thousand, like when I first saw them, I'm like, "Oh, great! You can throw it around a fucking tree and like, oh, yeah. cool, whatever." No, but it's perfect. But like, it's so much useful for other shit. It's so much easier to soft shackle a tree than it is to tree saver a tree. Mm-hmm. My opinion. It's a soft shackle, just really long. Yeah, it's got the same hands. Foot. It's got the the knot and the. Mm-hmm. That's what we used to take TJ when he got high centered. Gotcha. We used uh, Dustin's. So give them a call if you need any kind of uh, crawler gear. There is a little bit of a lag right now because things can't get into docks. Instead, they have like cases upon cases of stuff coming. But anyway, they'll hook you up. They'll take care of you as soon as we get some shipping stuff going on. And then offered anonymous for any of your bracketry this week. They're giving away. What was it? You get a free um, disc, disc hook. Yep, disc hook with oh your grinder mount. Oh my God, I fucked up. I have so many of those grinder mounts. I had it in my cart. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy it. What? The the grinder mount with the free hook. Why not? <laughs> because I might have added a few other things to the cart instead. And I was like, ooh, but if you buy this like ultimate organization pack, you get a couple of those, a couple mm-hmm. of these. And I'm like, hmm, okay, well, maybe I'll just buy that. Oh, yeah, that's fine. So I talked myself out of a free deal to buy more money to get more shit. But well, I mean, I guess there's that. It's a good product. So <laughs> what do you do? You need what you need, right? Yeah, no, that's what I'm I gonna... was like thinking for the trailer. I'm going to. But then I was like, well, why don't I just buy this kit? It's like 75 bucks for like all this stuff. I'm like, hmm, pretty sure I'm going to start uh, putting money aside for some pack out boxes and then order his pack out bracket. Yep. They are and mount it in the back slick. because this weekend was fine and all. But at the same time, it would have been really nice if my tools had been in like a pack out case um, instead of trying to rifle through them in the back seat. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I needed some parts in and they're in there. securely mounted, which yep. is the key. They're not flopping around. That'd or, be great. You know, breaking your pack out boxes mm-hmm. or something like that. I could dig it. I could dig it a lot. So check out Offer Anonymous if you need any of those things. They have lots of other stuff as well. So if you haven't been to their website, make sure you go check it out. And if you need any kind of deflation stuff, get the uh, go check out Morflate, M-O-R-R-F-L-A-T-E dot com. 
Did you say deflation stuff? Yeah. What about inflation? Oh, oh I, I have a bone inflation to pick with more flight. Okay. Because I finally, this is the last, <laughs> Nationals was the last ultra for um, race for yeah. the season. Uh-huh. And I have been meaning um, to take that. Yeah. We adjust tire pressure all the fucking time. Oh, okay. <coughs> So I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And I always forget it. Leave it uh-huh. hanging on the wall. You took it. Finally took it to Nationals. Uh-huh. All the 11 and a half hours. Uh- <laughs> we go to check tire pressure for the first time. I said, watch this. I said, I got a fucking gadget that is going to change your life. Oh, boy. Pull this motherfucker out. I got the bag unzipped. I'm like, yeah, look at this. It's got this nice, like, quick attach, like, things. You just clip it on there. And Kevin is immediately like, that's not going to work. He's I said, what the fuck? I ain't even got it out of the package yet. Different valve stems. He's like, it's not going to work. And I said, what? Well, I got to get it out of the fucking bag before yeah. you can tell me it's not going to work. And I said, what the hell do you mean it's not going to work? He's like, it's not going to fit on the valve stems. What's he running? And I said, like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just a vision forged wheel. Mm-hmm. So I look at it. Think of like picture a circle, which yep. is kind of like the, the window of the wheel. And the valve stem is in the center of the circle. So we literally have to use the like angled valve stem chucks to check tire pressure and stuff. So that straight clip oh, won't, can be installed, it won't yeah. go in that you'd almost need like a damn 90 degree, 90 degree. lock on oh. thingy. And I was like, well, fuck me. Like, you I know, that chuck's short useless. enough. That chuck's short enough. I bet you could just put a 90 degree brass fitting on it and get it in there if that circle's big enough. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mm. know how big that circle is. I, it ruined my whole fucking day. Yeah. I said, well, fine, like, I'm I'll just go camper. fuck off and take my toy with me. Name into that. <laughs> yeah, and then when we proceeded to check the tire pressure manually. Manually. But yeah, wah, wah, I tried. Wah. Literally tried to use it one time. Look and it. it's garbage. Huh. So oh, it works well. great on everything else. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. It's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, man. You can't check your trailer tires with it, though. Yeah, I'm going to need like a, a yeah. do they have like a, a more, more flight? A more, 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 more. Yeah, like a the six, 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 the hex, the hex, uh, hexaflate. Do they make that? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Probably special orders though. Yeah, I know a guy. See an add-on hexaflate. Yeah. We can call it the <laughs> spider flate if you get another the axle. Sp- on there. <laughs> the nice <laughs> thing is you could use three of the four and do each side individually. So you, you could just clip yes. all three on. Yes, you, you could do you one do side and then just go to the other side and just be done. Right, but that would work. It's still so. faster than filling fucking six tires to the yeah. Oh, for sure. It's a great product. I just I that was it. my one beef. Was your bone? Does your bone this week? Yeah. Mike's yawning. This podcast is over. Any last words? Yes, Steve. I'm ready. <laughs> torque your lug nuts <laughs> with a torque wrench. With a torque wrench. That's <laughs> the go, key there. I'm going to go buy a nicer torque wrench. Go like at least like Craftsman, but maybe like SK. Oh, yeah. I'll give, me, I'll give me a nice SK or something like that. There you go. The one I got is just a Jambo special from the China from the China tables. It should a decent one. Yeah. I had mine. The last time I had mine re- like calibrated was 2008 who did you you have to do that uh one of the tool companies i can't remember like mac or snap on or something they had a calibration tool on there no i had they had to send it out it cost almost as much as a torque wrench we have a calibrated just so you know i've never seen this in person before but our shop has invested in a torque wrench checker thingy oh that's Uh awesome so you it's mounted to the wall so we can send it to you you can put i was gonna say you can count on me handing that to you yeah and you just like (laughs) you set it at whatever and Mm -hmm. then you can you can check it on the wall to know I, how I, accurate that was me beeping is. Oh, for his thing. Like, what the fuck was that? Um, <laughs> yeah, we both did it. Quit recording again, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let me check. 
Um, but yeah, so I thought that was cool because I'm like, man, I've always wondered if my torque wrenches are like kind of close, mm-hmm. off, whatever, plus Checking or minus, yet? whatever. No, I just I mm-hmm. hated that part. It's cool that it's there, but we're having to yeah. try it. Yeah, if I had, if my shit was at the shop, I would think about it. But I'm gonna like, give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna swing by with my China branded one and let you check it. I'd like to be see how close interested. it is. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see how far off it is. Would be cool. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's all. I got. Cool. Torque your lug nuts, and we'll catch you on the trail, hopefully with all four wheels. <laughs> you know, technically, you did say you'll catch them on the trail, not like wheeling on the trail or all four times. Standing on the trail. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be standing Drink, catch on this drinking, trail, you know, drinking with a thumb up, going, hey, uh, got any lug studs in there? Nope. Okay, how about a beer? Thanks. That's <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> Thank you to Mumbles for the beer. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mumbles. Now you mentioned everyone. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> Slid them in in the outro. Perfect. All right. That's all I got. <laughs>